Hello, listening people. Hi-lo. You're listening to Spit and Polish Presents Unappreciated Masterpieces. I'm one of your hosts, Ryan Swinski. And I'm one of your hosts, Bartek. Hello, Bartek. How are you? Very good, Ryan. How are you? I'm very well, because we are going to be doing our show Unappreciated Masterpieces, a show in which we do feature-length audio commentaries for movies that seemingly don't deserve a commentary track, but we say, hey, wait a moment there. We disagree. These are great movies. These are movies that have been overlooked and deserve more love and more appreciation. Isn't that right, Bartek? I think it is right. You think it is, or you know it is? I think it's right, left, up, and down. Oh, but no diagonals. In fact, I'll include depth as well. Oh, you're in, in real third dimension. Yeah. Great. But Bartek, but why, no diagonals. why are we called Spin Polish for those who aren't in the know? It's a good name. Okay, fair enough. So, Bartek, what's the name of the movie we'll be covering in today's episode? Because I don't know, I'm in the episode. The name of the movie is We Are Always Spitting and We Both Happen to Be Polish. Oh, I love that movie. Is that the one with Zac Efron where he's a DJ and he has to make a bunch of friends, but they're not really his friends? Ryan, you learned Polish. Oh, good. <laughs> no, the, that, that's the reason why we're called Spit and Polish. The okay. title of the movie is It's a Good Name. I was mixing it up. Oh, so we're watching It's a Good Name. Is that no, that was a lie as well. to the Jimmy Stewart movie? What's the Jimmy Stewart movie? You know, it's a, no, <laughs> it's a wonderful life. Still haven't seen it. You know of it, right? Yes, I mentioned it. Okay, fair enough. Okay, way we don't back, need to get into this. Way back in episode eight, when they watched <laughs> the movie in Meet Dave, I mentioned I have a DVD copy that I still haven't watched, and I still haven't watched it. You know, it's one of the most successful flops ever made. Yeah, I got it at the same store that I bought. So Ricky we're watching o. It's a Wonderful Life, are we? Great. It's not is Christmas. It? It's not unappreciated, is it? Well, I guess at the time it was, but now it's well, not. I mean, even that 70s show had an episode. Oh, fair enough, it, fair so enough. So, guys, need your copy of It's a Wonderful Life ready. Because we're going to be. No. <laughs> I didn't bring mine, so I guess I still haven't watched it. No, the movie that we are watching right now is Bez Snoo. Sorry? Bez Snoo. Bez Snoo. Yes. Did I say it right? Yeah. Well, that I mean, that Snoo. means I know what the episode, the movie is. We're watching Best Snoo, which is, it sounds like some kind of Pokemon. Best Snoo. <laughs> well, gotta catch them all. It's Best Snoo. And <laughs> it's some kind of like sleepy Pokemon. Yeah. It's, it's, it's Snorlax's like dra- cousin, Best Snoo. Uh, maybe Drowsy's brother. Yeah. Yeah. Dr- but that could be Snorlax's cousin. Uh, yeah, they're both, like, yellowy. Exactly. Don't be racist, Bartek. So, what racist is that? That's content. that's Polish you're speaking. It's unfortunate because yep. we are both Polish, but I don't speak the language. I only you know understand what, Ryan? it. I actually remember that this time. This week, I was being a dick. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, Finally. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Beznu means without sleep. Oh, we're watching the great film Without Sleep. So mm. you have to get your copy of the film Without Sleep. You didn't Does sleep, that... Ryan? I did not sleep. No, we're actually watching the films. It has a that's the localized title, right? Yeah. What's what's the real title? You know, for those aren't that are that are not local to Poland. But I'm not a I'm not a big Futurama guy, but I believe you can compare the word <laughs> snoo to snoo snoo. I knew you were going to go there. I knew because yeah. I wanted to go there a couple of moments ago, but I restrained myself. Yeah, but I, I felt like when I said snoo with the Polish accent, you might not have understood it. So, so what's it in English? Well, Ryan, snoo is a variant form of the word sen, which means sleep. Ah. 
but it is used in the context of when the sleep belongs to someone. Ah. It's a, it's a very complicated... Welcome to the Polish vernacular class, kitties. It's, it's a very... Oh, he's even grabbing something from his back. It's a very complicated system. I made a lot of notes about <laughs> how <laughs> Polish forms work. <laughs> Bartek has grabbed from his backpack... <laughs> An A4, A4 paper, <laughs> and it's it's filled with writing. <laughs> you know what the funny thing is? I wrote at the top of the Polish declension in English. None of it's about Polish. <laughs> oh fuck! So we'll get into that. That's going to be the whole episode. It's, it's the it's the genitive noun form <laughs> of the word sleep in Polish, which means. Uh, the possessor type of the noun. The sleep belongs to someone, oh. but the title doesn't indicate who. So someone <laughs> or some group in this film <laughs> is lacking sleep. No, before they you are, get into your class. They are sleepless. Oh, we're watching the film Sleepless? Yes. This is probably the most derivative <laughs> way we've gotten to the title. Ever. Hey, right, remember when I... He s- made a fucking lecture. Remember when He's I... ready, kids. Remember when I said I was being a dick for, for the first time in this episode? I made notes for the first time, too. Oh, great. Wow. But we have a guest that also learnt what Polish yeah. stuff was just now. Yeah, I didn't mean to rob them of their speaking time. Mm. Yeah, you're right. We're, jo- we're joined by Shirley Bassett, uh, everyone's favourite. Hello, hello. Hi, Shirley. No, Rob Crawford, the amazing Rob. It's great to be back. It's great to be learning. Uh, learning. Did you learn a lot? I didn't expect to get a Polish lesson uh, upon arrival today, but I'm, I'm thankful well, that I mean, I am. Well, I mean, the title of the note says Polish, but I didn't actually write anything about Polish in it yet. Okay. So <laughs> we're still going to be learning, Rob, because we watched the film Sleepless, all of us here from the year 2017. It came out last year, boys. Yes, we did. It's uh, everything you didn't like from The Usual Suspects with the dialogue from 24 and editing that would make even Michael Bay flush. So It's more of a Paul Greengrass type of sh- cinematography. Mm, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. So, guys, you have to have a copy of the Jamie Foxx classic, Sleepless, because we're going to be talking about it. I'm going to do a countdown. I'm going to say play. you got to press play, and we're going to be lined up as we talk about the amazing film, Sleepless, because, after all, it was supposed to be an easy grab, mm. but it ain't no easy grab. They got tea. They got tea. So get ready, because I'm going to start this in three do one play so guys we're two seconds in we're staying at two seconds there we are with three <laughs> seconds four seconds Bartek tell us your amazing history with this year old film well Ryan it's a long history yeah it almost goes back a whole decade <laughs> yeah yeah it does um I'm 25 wow 25 that's, and a half, in fact. That's one C, That's like one, like the spin-off show to 24 that, that Rob just mentioned. Mm. Yeah, I'm a year and a half older than 24. There you go. Um, and I can confirm that in every single month of that, I had not heard of this film. <laughs> really? Yeah. Really? You never heard of it? No, I haven't. You've never even seen it before? Now. Surprisingly, hadn't heard of it, but more surprisingly, haven't seen it. Wow. Because it was so weird, because my history with this movie is I had now... Yeah, tell me, guy, that has a shirt that quotes the movie. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know if you noticed that. I I did. I'm wearing a shirt that says they got tea, (laughs) but um, I heard about this movie because my YouTube fascination is watching movie reviews, and this one was reviewed, and it was a January movie, which has bad connotations Mm. if you know your movies. January is where they dump trash. That's where all the worst movies get dumped, usually, but not all the time, because Sleepless was dumped in that. So, 
I mean, released in that. Mm. So I had seen the advertisements as well. I remember very vividly here in Melbourne, um, bosses having the poster mm. on the side of Jamie Foxx being a crooked-looking cop. Like he's got the badge, and he looks—he's got the cut on his face, and he's—he's he's one bad motherfucker, as you know, as we all know him to be. And of course, this is popularized this uh, movie by one of the YouTubers I like, which is Ralph the Movie Maker. He made a video about it where he quoted, "They got tea, hence I've got a T-shirt because I'm a fan of the movie and a fan of that YouTuber." So. They got tea, everyone. The YouTube comments make more sense now, yeah. Yeah, they got tea. It was supposed to be an easy grab, but they got him. What about you, Rob? Did you got tea? Uh, not quite got tea. I think... Uh, <laughs> more of a coffee guy? Yeah, more definitely more of a coffee guy. But when it, when it came to this film, the one thing that struck out to me was that I too am sleepless sometimes. I get a bit of uh, late night insomnia and... Uh, mm. struggle to sleep but thankfully this was a movie that really just uh, sent me off in a nice lullaby and I, I slept very well after watching mm. Sleepless uh, good for him. the other night but uh, I'd like to introduce you guys to a game which I, I realised about probably 10 minutes in and I, I'm, to be fair I might already stuff it up but the game we're going to play is Notice Jamie Foxx smiling. So if, if, at any, if at any point in this film he, you, he cracks a smile, just say so and you win the game. Because I'm fairly certain after w watching this movie once, and it was late at night, I was a bit sleepless, Yeah, I don't think he cracks a single smile until the I, I very think, end of the film. I so, think you're dead wrong, buddy. Yeah, so I think I'm going to call you out in yeah. the next scene. Unless you're yeah. thinking of Annie, right? Yeah. Oh, oh, a bloody? Yeah, the black Annie. That's the last time we saw JB, right? I can't remember. I've seen yeah, him since. Yeah. Um, I also had trouble sleeping, but writing that all those kept notes you awake. Yeah. No, it helped me to fall asleep. <laughs> so, uh, just to crack the smile, I really want to know uh, if it happens in this sequence here in which he's talking to the legendary actor, T.I. Yeah. Uh, I think he has a smile where he's just like, there's nothing wrong with my face. It's, mm. it's beautiful. But you know what? It's a great game to play because, you know what? With Jamie Foxx as an actor, mm. you know, he's an interesting actor because he's one of those guys that, like, he's... I mean, I can't remember. He's got Oscar nominated. Did he win for for Ray? I can't remember if he won for Ray, uh, for Ray. But at least his Oscar, uh, you know, no, no, he's noticed by the Oscars. But he's still one of those guys that I often forget is an actor. Uh, like mm. I always think of him as just yeah, that's Jamie Fox. He's that guy who does a bit of everything, a bit of music, a bit of a bit of acting, you know, a bit of bit of bit all over the place. You know what? Yeah. He did not smile in that scene. He's a triple threat. He's a I don't know. He's can smiling he now, but you can't see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The title is his grin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I always forget he is an actor. Then he'll turn up mm. in something I like, like Django Unchained, mm. or, or um, what's that one where he's a taxi driver and Tom Cruise is a secret oh, assassin spy, yeah, 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 and he's yeah, just yeah. like fucking drive me, and he's like, please, I'm not a Scientologist, and he's like, do it. There's some good action scenes. Collateral. In that yeah, I think it is collateral. It's a Michael Mann movie. I'm pretty sure it's a good movie. Annie. Check it out. Annie, of course. When he rocks up in Annie, I'm like, Jamie Foxx is up. here. He's, he's the one male lead. <laughs> yeah, but when he, but he kind of just turns up in Annie. Like, here yeah. I am. Oh, there's tea. The fridge got him. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I love Jamie Foxx. He's one of those guys that just sneaks up on you as an acting presence. And it's, mm. I, I honestly, because um, I'm not well versed in the in the Fox universe. Mm. Um. I don't know if I've really seen him play a character like this before. What about you guys? Hmm. Honestly, the two main things that I remember him being in are Django Unchained and Annie. 
both great films. Honestly, yeah. I liked him in both of them. I liked him in this. Mm, I mean, he was in Baby Driver last year. Yeah, I, I heard. Right one? I heard uh, to get right to the point. He, I heard he didn't like doing this movie. Um, he won. really? Yeah, he, I, he apparently did not. I have guess a good it's time even it. more unappreciated than it yeah. Needs so to be. demerit points there, but, but apparently demerit points <laughs> minus two. Danny Fox tick <laughs> tick. All right, so now we're now now we're in the set of twenty four. He's really so this is this is where we've just <laughs> left. Is. We've left uh, we left his house, and now we're back in twenty four again. So keep an, keep keep an eye out for the bluntest. Speech and dialogue between these two. Ever. Will, she, this this woman here, in a good way though. This woman, the woman here, way. this woman in the grey suit is possibly my favourite person of the, of the entire film. Wow, her expression at the end of this scene <laughs> is priceless. It's great because let's not forget that Michelle Monaghan, if that's how you pronounce her name, because I've heard it pronounced Mon- Monaghan. I've Monaghan? heard it pronounced Monaghan, Monaghan, and Mahogany. So I've got it written. Michelle here. Mahogany here <laughs> is honestly, she's also one of these actresses. Very similar to Jamie Foxx. Not saying that I don't forget that she's an actress, but she's one of these ones that I never think of her straight off the bat as like, oh yeah, Michelle Monaghan. But then when she does appear in something like True Detective, Mm. how can you forget her? She's great in True Detective as one of the characters that is not Matthew McConaughey. Yes. So like, (laughs) because True Detective is the let's let's love Matthew McConaughey show because Mm. it's his best performance in all of his career, but... She's great in that, and she's great in this, because in that show, which I think is probably what I know her from the most, I'm sure other people out there will be like, oh, she's from this classic movie. But when I think of her, I think of her in True Detective as the struggling wife. In this, she's a she's a strong lady. She's not yep. held together with masking tape. She's held together with a cut on her cheek and a... And a, and a, and a smoldering sneer. I yes. love her character in this film. Yeah, it's it's like a you know a sort of she thinks go. she's here we go. Wait, Wait we gotta we gotta we gotta see this expression. <laughs> is that it? <laughs> well, she walks away, right? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Do yeah. you like do you like how police uh, uh, police stations are made out of nothing but glass? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you can see what's going on at all times. Oh, Dude, if Sarah confirmed. Connor was taken to this here police station, she had no hiding places. No, she wouldn't. Okay, I'm waiting for the expression. Oh, there. Uh oh. She. Jennifer. Uh. <laughs> she looks lost. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good. Um, so I, I, saying... I love her character because she acts like she's a hard boiled, almost veteran police officer, but then throughout the film, she makes up. She's treated like a rookie and makes a bunch yeah. of like well, rookie-ish mistakes. Well, it's because. I know that it's because her partner is, you know, secretly corrupt, but. But also because of she her. She is her, the title of the film. Sleepless. But She's no, no, no. I was going to say it's many things, Barta, because this film's quite nuanced. It's based Ooh. on a French film. Uh, um, oh. So, you know, it's Bellissimo. nuanced. Yeah, exactly. All right, Hotshot, it's yours. <laughs> that was a good Jamie Foxx impression. Mm. No. Um, <laughs> No, she's got multiple things going on because, you know, she fucked up at her previous job. So now she's back and people are treating her in this like in this condescending way, which she attributes to sexism. But then her partner, who also is like her partner, who we find out is corrupt later, brings up some several good points about how she's being treated like this because she she fucked up at her job and missed and wasn't alert and all that kind of stuff. And she's now coming into this movie really like uh over eager over confident she's trying to be as masculine as these boys in the force that she mm. thinks they're treading on her 
Mm. And she's making rookie mistakes in the movie because she's a bad cop. Yeah. She's been told that by herself, so she is becoming one. But then at the end of the movie, when she realizes that, hey, wait a moment, I can believe in Jamie Foxx, who's also a bad cop, that he's a good cop. And that's what makes her a good cop. She believes in good cops. She might not be a good cop on this day, but the sun will come out tomorrow. Now She will sleep. This is another scene with uh, excellent dialogue. It remi- I, I feel like whoever actually wrote this film might have used Twitter too much because they were like, all right, I need to get this into as ma- little characters as possible and get my point out. I don't this know, is just man. bang, 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 punch, 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 and then the scene's well, over. Well, it's because it's an action scene of dialogue. <laughs> yes. <laughs> where are the hashtags? They're punching. <laughs> yeah, where are the hashtags the and the lols? <laughs> and the ads. <laughs> it's really weird because she says lol. She's like, at Jamie Foxx, what are you doing? Uh, yeah, exactly. At Jamie Foxx, best film ever made. <laughs> Look at him. He, I like mm. how they both have cuts on their cheeks. Like... Like it's like they're they're the same coin but the, different sides. They want to, even though their cuts are on the same side of their face. They're just really big fans of Nelly the rapper, but they just chose not to put band aids over their Dude, face. Dude, you know what the funniest <laughs> thing is? Literally, like two week, like last week, I think after the podcast, I brought up Nelly. I think that's what happened. Was it last week or the week before? I, brought I feel up like Nelly. You, I feel like you brought up in an episode that Nelly should have played someone. No, but I mean, like after a podcast recently. I brought up Nelly to someone, and they're like, "Oh, fuck you!" And I'm just like, "What? Nelly's great." I think it was because I think it was uh, I can't we imagine, talked about Venom, and I was like, "I can't imagine Reese Eminem, Eminem," and I'm like, "Oh, I should go to Nelly to do the soundtrack to Venom." <laughs> yeah, I think that might have been before the podcast was shaking, guys. So here's the thing: this movie has a lot of recurring actors for us. Mm. Obviously, Jamie Fox was in Annie, which we've hinted at. But uh, Bartek hinted. pointed out, well, hinted at by saying it directly. Bartek, of course, we know his wife. Don't get her confused with the character of T. Her name is D in the movie. Oh. You know, her, who we've had her on the show before. Was she in Meet Dave? No. No. She No, no, she was. You're correct. But she was also more prominently an actress in the film Lakeview Terrace. Oh, yeah. She's the wife. That's Gabriel Union. Oh. Much acclaimed actress, Gabriel Union, who I feel like should have been in the, When the Bow Breaks. <laughs> she wasn't, but I want to feel like she was. Honestly, I'd, I'd like but, both of these bro, people to be. Who is this Dave character? Dave? I just feel like this... I honestly thought Dave was going to turn up. I know. I was waiting it's for like Dave. Os- Oscar and Oscar. Dave, Dave's going to come in and save Dude, the leave day. Leave it for Dave... the sequel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. The sequel that they what, set up this at the end. The sequel, the... Sleepless 2, Dave's Revenge. No, no, it's Sleep Uranus. <laughs> it's even Dave's, more. Dave's the dad. It's Asleep. <laughs> it's just called Asleep. Can we, you know, right, what do you guys, I think, just said Dave's Revenge or something? Dave's Revenge, that yeah. Been can, can I just point out that, I don't know, Bartek, you're a video game guy. Yes. In comparison to myself. Rob, are you into video games? Yep. yep. Okay. I, I play video games. Did anyone else feel like this was a video game movie, but there's no video game of this? Like, there's yeah. a bit in the elevator... I really need to point out, there's a bit where he's got flour and he's making it look like uh, cocaine or whatever, and he's standing in the elevator going up, and it feels like a video game avatar standing there waiting. <laughs> you know, like, like, this is the poster or the cover art In the cutscene, yeah. yeah, like, like, yeah. Or just, you know, how they naturally stand. Like, yeah. if you have a tough guy character, they're just there with their arms slightly out and their hands in a slight fist motion, mm. but they're not fully... He, yeah, and then he has several uh, outfit and weapon changes throughout the movie. Like mm. he levels up. 
<laughs> gets new equipment. He gets new equipment. <laughs> new, new, Power new. up. It's like I'm watching the the Hitman movie all over again. <laughs> Like, <laughs> you know, and it feels like one of those movies, like, if they made Driver a, a movie, like, yeah. remember Driver, the GTA rip-off game, that the second one was better than the GTA yeah, game I've never played the them, I know them, yeah. But, um, guys, there's many actors returning. Unfortunately, they're about to get tea in this scene. Lots of tea. Lots of tea getting got. And we have never seen tea in any of these other movies we've done, but Bartek, you messaged me last night very eager about the fact that you you noticed someone that has appeared in a movie we've done on the show before. Could you tell us? Yeah, I, I was more noticed the fact that, like, oh, I just recently learned who this person is. Okay. So in the in the credit listings, um, you know, obviously the top build actors are listed first, and then the lesser ones are Which last. Which is a shame. Yeah, as, as, the, as per usual. The no, v- sometimes they do it alphabetical. Oh. And then you got Major Pain, where it's just random. <laughs> All in order of appearance, so... Yeah. No, Major Pain was random. It was random. It was like, let's just get a Oh, the biker's at the top who appears halfway through the film. Okay. And <laughs> his name's Bam Bam. Major Pain's like three quarters down, okay. So so who's the person that um, you've recently so learned about and they're in this movie and they were in the they play one? They play a character called, well, just referred to as Passenger. No. I'm not sure which... What scene they're in? Well, it could be many scenes. Is it this scene here? Well, I don't think they play T. It's a real father. <laughs> it's a. It's a well, T's the passenger. Right? It's a real. It's a real father-son moment when your dad goes, "Son, this is a handgun. Use it when you need to." And then he doesn't. I yeah. thought that was going to be set up to foreshadowing later, yeah. but then in the end, he the wife sh- uses it. Oh, doesn't he shoot someone? Uh, no, he runs them over with a car, doesn't he? I, I, he does, but I could have sworn he also shot someone. We'll have to find out, because yeah, okay. we've only, um, um, only seen this once. But anyway, the passenger is played by a guy called Ruben Langdon. Oh, oh. Ruben. Yeah, I've, I've recently been playing the Devil May Cry games, and he plays the main character in the third and fourth one, both wow. voice and motion It's capture. weird because Rob played the main character in the first two. It's true, I did. Oh, no. <laughs> well, I mean, the two different people in the first two. What, you don't yeah. think Rob has versatility? Uh, in names, yes. Now, who... <laughs> Uh, now, who who do you think has a better goatee, Rubino or Jamie Fox? Well, well whose who's goatee's? Well, like you're, you're Rub- really, Rubino's is like you're it's, really it's, pushing Scoot McNeary out of the equation <laughs> on this one. <laughs> um, the answer is um, Dermot Dermot Mulrooney, who mm. is who is this character? We've seen yeah. him in the wedding date, As but you were you yeah. to get to yeah, your point. You you asked me, has he been in something we've done? And yes, he played. Uh, literally crackhead in Green Hornet. He got hit, kicked in the nuts by Kato in that film. Ah, yes. And I said to Bartek, and I, uh, uh, Rob, I know you're a big Green Hornet fan, Massive. the Seth Rogen oh. Green Hornet. Um, of course, that is not the only Green Hornet star in this movie. Uh, her corrupted partner, who's David Harbour, who's now a well-known actor for things like Stranger what's, Things, what's and he's playing Doug, Hellboy. Doug yep. Dennison in this film? Doug Dennison. Yeah. He played the evil DEA agent... Uh, DEA Scanlon. The, the, the district attorney in uh, Green, Hornet. Green Hornet, and the only method they could come up with with stopping him was to... M- Brutally murder him. <laughs> like, and in that movie, they're still doing the whole vigilante, we shouldn't murder thing. But then mm. they're like, oh, fuck it. And well, murder well, screw him. him. And I remember when I listened to the Green Hornet commentary track, it was that, like, you know, Green Hornet was like seven years ago now. Seth Rogen's like, man, I'm, we're, we're like nearly finished on this production I'm working on called Sausage, Sausage Party. Party. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, little did he know didn't it you say that so th- much longer. Didn't you say that throughout the commentary that he kept trying to refer to the film as a Sausage Party to transition into that Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so this is the iconic scene 
they got tea. Yeah. As a blind viewer, you know, it, it didn't stick out to me that yeah. much. This but, is this but... is this is also the twenty four scene where in every series of twenty four, at one point or another, he gets shot, he goes into a bathroom <laughs> and, and he and he tapes himself up. What what I do give credit for this film for is that they actually continue draw, with they, the injury. They continue with the injury. There is that many action films where people basically have limbs blown off and then it's like, I'm okay. Yeah, it's a per- I'm actually okay. It's a permanent, you know, injury. And credit yeah, credit to the director for actually remembering going, Oh yeah, you got shot. Let's just, you know, act that out a little bit. Well stabbed. Yeah, sta- sorry. Oh, it was stabbed, wasn't it? Yeah. Shot with a knife at close range. Yeah, shot, shot Fun fact, knife. the first goof on the page was his wound changes sides constantly through the movie, but I never noticed that. So. I felt like oh. it was always on the left, but well, I guess we can look out for that and the smile. But guys, yeah. in 24, do they have a scene in which Jamie Foxx angrily throws his shirt at the cameraman and it makes the cameraman nearly fall over and then they have to cut? <laughs> no, don't think so. <laughs> then I challenge you, 24, to step up your game. We know Keith Sutherland's a wild man behind mm. the scenes, yeah. so just let it stay in the movie. So we heard they got tea, but now we're going to see the legendary shirt throw. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> it, it hit the cameraman. Yeah. I was wrong about it instantly cutting, but like it yeah. pretty, you, you can tell the cameraman as a stare on his toes. Now, he got Rob, his bearing. Yeah. You, you, it's fair uh, to say the cameraman was talking to the HR department after that. Now, Rob, <laughs> we went to university with you. You you majored yeah. in film and did some some acting as well. This is phenomenal scene. This is probably one of the best scenes in the entire movie. This character, no no offense, Rob, you would play this character of the guy getting his tongue cut out but mm. uh, you'd be great as him oh, but absolutely. I was going to say you, you've worked on on, on, on films stuff yep. have you ever been the cameraman? Um, I've done some camera work in my time now how hard is it when someone throws something at the cameraman? <laughs> Especially look, a shirt. Yeah, look, look. It's not something that you you want. I mean, I do a lot of work in uh, in the world of sports. There are often balls flying around, and you don't really want something to be hitting the camera because the next thing you know, you've broken a lens or a filter or yeah. something, and that's a lot of money. So usually, there's a fair rule of don't touch the effing camera. I remember um, when we did a, a a thing at university, we had to do like a make a fake TV show thing. Mm. And one of the classes, not our one, but one of the other ones broke the really expensive camera because someone threw something at them. So don't throw things at the camera, people, Jamie Foxx. That's what I'm basically saying. Rob, you're into sports, so you must have really appreciated this baseball scene. Yeah, I did. The, whole, the, the one thing that I kept asking myself was that, like, one, how did they get into this massive baseball stadium? And two, when, where's the part in the scene where some cleaner rocks up and goes, huh, there's a guy hanging upside down well, in here and there's blood everywhere? Well, I got an answer everywhere. for you. Their family have a lot of friends. They got a lot of friends. <laughs> they got a lot of friends. They got, they got a lot of friends. Also, we don't know that they left him there. They just we just know that he cut out his tongue. Yeah, it's true. This That's... could be the Novak Stadium for you know. <laughs> this could be the Novak Stadium. This is <laughs> what they do. All right, guys. Before the game, we're going to sacrifice someone. Yeah, our cousin. It's their cousin. It's their cousin. So it's okay. Were you honoured that his name is also Rob? Yeah, I was honoured that. I like that he has what seems to be current a lot of uh, films these days is the the bad guy undercut. If you're a mm. young, if you're a young psycho bad guy. You've got this undercut hair. I'm glad that you said Scoot's young. Yeah. <laughs> because he looks it yeah. with his burns. I mean, can, can and his whole, well, his whole yeah. thing is that, you know, he's sort of like a daddy's boy, it seems. Well, yeah. yeah, but you know what I like about this character? He was my favourite character, by the way. I found he's him a really good. great villain. What, not this I guy? I like the... No, he was actually really good too. But um, 
I like the fact that he is a daddy's boy, but he's not like a he's not like um Theon Greyjoy in John Wick, where he's pathetic. Mm. Daddy's boy, like he's a daddy's boy, but he's also his own independent fucking threat that you should not fuck around with. Like, he like, doesn't need to be a daddy's boy. He's like not he just would survive without the dad. Oh yeah. Now you remember this room uh, from Ocean's Eleven where they lock up George oh, yes, Clooney? That's actually the same room. It's interesting because it's... Because, you know, every casino film we're actually all shot on the same set. It's really surprising, too, that George Clooney decided to do blackface to play T, which is a real (laughs) twist on the convention. Yeah, You know what? And it's weird because he does look 16 years old. He pulls it off. (laughs) The more I see of George Clooney, the more he impresses me. The more of a chameleon he is. It's interesting because he's also playing D, which is it's really true. great. There is no Gabriel Union. He's There's actually, only George. He's actually every character in the film. That's not even Jamie Foxx. The so. G in Gabriel stands for George Clooney. Like, that's what it really Wait, means. Gabriel. Oh, I thought that was Alfred Molina. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Alfred Molina can play any race, but not different genders. You're, yeah. You got you got nailed there, Bartek. No, this film has everything going on. It has intensity. It has multiple villains who are villains against each other, but have to work with each other in circumstances. I did like that element of it. I really thought that the crime world stuff of this was really great, and the corrupt police, and when the twist of David Harbour's character being a corrupted cop came into it, I was genuinely surprised, because I was just like, hey, he's making some good points here, but there was that thing in my brain where I was like, he wasn't the Green Horn that is a corrupt character again, so... I, I like this movie a lot, and I felt like it did things in its own unique way. Um, but when I was looking up the YouTube comments, this is one of the times where I did watch the trailer, mainly because I needed to hear the, the meme line. They got um, to you. Uh, that and the, the easy grab thing. Easy grab. Well, it was supposed to be an easy grab, yeah. Yeah. Um, Ain't no easy grab. And watching the trailer on its own, it <laughs> felt a lot more like a... More of a generic action-y thriller kind of film. And I, I yep. really thought, like, you know, this is giving you an idea of what the film is like, but you really need to see the film mm. to get, you know... Feel the nuance. To feel how real it is. Like, the, the whole crime world thing, I thought, was a really good element. It's not just, like, everyone versus Jamie Foxx. Mm. No. Mean, in a sense, it is, but it's also everyone versus everyone. Yeah. Exactly. It's dog-eat-dog. Dog. It's Las Vegas. It's fish-eating fish. And if you've ever watched any film with a casino in it, there's always the same scene where they're in the surveillance room. Well, you you d- can't dude, have a casino movie dude, without being in a surveillance dude, room. It's a fact. Dude, it's a it's a casino. Of course there's going to be a surveillance room. And of I course mean, there's going to be a scene in it. I would have really liked it if they had um in this casino, you know... Joe Pesci just run, roaming I would around, love breaking it. arms. I would love it. <laughs> Putting heads in vices. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I would really have appreciated if they showed a suicide door. You know about those? <laughs> <laughs> you know about those in casinos? Rob's been casino go In casinos... At least here in Melbourne, in the Crown, they have suicide doors in the bathroom because a lot of people, when they lose all their money, they go to the bathroom and kill themselves. So instead of halting business by phoning the police and court, like sectioning off the area, they the staff can drag them through this door that's in a bathroom that leads out back to yeah. an alleyway, and then the police can get them from there so they don't have to slow down business. Casinos have suicide doors. I really would have appreciated yeah. if this movie showed the complexities. Maybe Jamie Foxx could have used 
a suicide door to escape. Yeah. But, you know, America's hardcore. No, I think Bartek's favourite character... Casinos are just a very honourable business, as we I, know. I don't know about you, Bartek, but I hope your favourite character is my favourite character. The which bathroom man. Bathroom attendant bath- bathroom who's attendant. got a heart of gold another because great, it gives him his watch back. Uh, another great goji here with the ponytail gentleman. Well, it's a combo. He's got a great ponytail and weird. a great goatee. It's weird that you're obsessed with goatees, Rob. Well, I'm, I'm actually not, but as you know... <laughs> Another one? Another one? So, nothing uh, says I'm obsessed with goatees <laughs> more than... Uh, well, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. Like, apart from T, there aren't many male characters in this film who haven't got one, so... You're right. David Harbour's does, the other one. Does yeah. Passenger have one? I don't know. I didn't. I honestly didn't recognise yeah. Den- Den- Denison doesn't, but there's... Yeah, this film is like a cavalcade of actors and ones that we've had on the show. Like, it's so weird for us. I don't know if you've ever seen the film Wedding Date. No, I haven't. But uh, in the film Wedding Date, Dermot Mulroney is the lead guy. He's a real heartthrob and Mm. he's real handsome. And and he plays uh, the casino owner in this. And he looks completely different in this. Like. It's not that he's necessarily the fact his age, because I looked up what he looks like outside this film today, and he looks kind of pretty much like how he did in Wedding Day, but a bit older, because I was like, what, 15 years ago now? But, like, mm. uh, you know, this film, he looks like your Italian casino owner. Yeah. <laughs> did you watch this with Rachel? I did, and she did not know it was him. Okay. My fiancé loves Wedding Day, hence we had her on the sh- episode of that, but she did not know it was him. But I even said in the opening credits, like, Dermot Mulroney, I can't wait for when he comes on. And I never pointed out what he did. Did you know it was him? No. 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 But then, near the end, spoiler alert, he gets shot in the face. He said a line of dialogue. I can't remember what it was. It was something like, oh my god. And the way his voice cracked in it, it made me go, oh, that's him. Just the voice cracked, because he had a different accent in this than he did in Wedding Date. Mm. In this, is a little bit more... Where, do, 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 where do. are my drugs? A common, a com- a common line is um, "Where are my drugs?" I asked you very nicely for drugs. See, Where? there's a suicide door right there. Uh, in his office. <laughs> in his office, in case he wants to kill himself. And tea. You know what they say? You got to have a safety net, Rob. Yeah, great focus pull there by the cameraman. Just a slight. So, one. Hold on, suicide door, but aren't they really high up? Um, yeah, yeah. Well, the weird thing is, it's, it's just more an of a, elevator it's more, shaft. It's, it's more. I was going to say, yeah, it's more of a suicide like slide where they just kind of <laughs> slide the body down into the basement. Maybe have they you should, go lucky fun slide. <laughs> maybe they should have like, if in case they jump out the window, like it's to land on a suicide yeah. door. Yeah, on it, on it. Yeah. yeah. It, you know what it is? It's that door factory at the end of Monsters Inc. <laughs> where they just keep falling through. <laughs> they just smash them. What I'm Monsters saying Inc. is three. What I'm Get saying is, if Sleepless is set in the Monsters Inc. universe, I would really appreciate it. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Are you, well, I mean, you know what? I can see Mike was asking this. Universe. Now, let's not forget. One of the reasons I chose this movie is you chose. I thought I chose this. Oh, uh, you chose it. Sorry, Soz. Yeah. Is that Jamie Fox has shown his versatility as an actor in many regards, and we haven't had enough of appreciation of him. And he's coming out with a film soon, the new Robin Hood. He's in the new Robin Hood as okay. as um one of the merry men. <laughs> the, well, he better be merry. And he's very merry. And I thought, wouldn't it be great if we covered a bit more of Jamie? Because Bartek, you. you don't seem to know too much of his work as an actor, nor do, you ex- do I. Can you explain to me what's going on in the subtitles right now? 
Well, the subtitles are telling us, no, where yeah. am I going, Dad? Just, Ten minutes. Still, if you, yeah, just if to be you, clear, he's not going to, Dad. I was going to say, if you, if you missed it before, there was it basically looked like someone's cat had just walked across the keyboard. There was a bunch of random letters. <laughs> well, I believe earlier when the character that you liked from the police station said Jennifer, it said Jennifer. Yeah. <laughs> Well, there's, there's a fair chatter, few, there's a fair few chatter, typos in this. Well, Ryan titles, yeah. Um, she's just carrying like 25 Q. No, no, half of 23. 25. Yeah. No. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. He get, Jamie Foxx gave him two kilos no, in the 23. I'm not a big expert on weights. But <laughs> but carrying 23 kilos of drugs in a garbage bag. Like, would it be like that easy? Was. No. I I'm I'm familiar. I'm a big carrier of weight. <laughs> I'm I'm familiar with lifting weights around, and usually when it's condensed, you can kind of do it. But twenty, it's like think about it, you're carrying like a like a logs essentially. Like it's like carrying wood. If you ever pulled a bag of wood out of somewhere, yeah, it's it's bulky. It's not ideal, and she's not exactly a big person. But she isn't mm. made of masking tape, Rob. Yeah, she's not made of masking tape. Sorry. Can I also ask you this? How strong are garbage bags? Um, the Can they withstand 23 kilos of weights? Um, in this universe, yes. No, I'm asking... <laughs> no, they This can't. is set in our universe. Maybe in no. America, their garbage bags are really strong because America is trash. Yeah. Um, I just said it. Well, I, maybe because she was holding it from below. Yeah. Wouldn't that help? No, she was holding it just tucked under her arm like it was a purse. Okay. But if anything, you know, what I'm saying is... This movie is really showing us that trash bags need to be appreciated. And it's isn't true. that really a symbolism of the film? They are the, <laughs> they are the bag equivalent of the old Nokia phones. Yeah. Exactly. Now, Rob, to go back to your point about undercuts being mm. a thing for bad guys, yeah. I really did worry when I saw Scoot McNeary and how he looked with the burns and the undercut and the mm. greasy black hair yeah. that he was going to be your typical kind of... Um, redneck meth hillbilly gangster type. Yes, yep. But you know what? Not at all. No. Not at all like that. He's like, more of your inconspicuous Eastern European, I might shoot you at any moment type bad guy. But still very American. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah, I really appreciated that because I was worried that he was going to be like, you know, methed out Woo! Like, yeah. like, even when he had to test the drugs, he, he did it such, really such, gingerly. You were thinking that he's probably going to say yee-haw a couple of times for he's no gonna, real reason. He's going to call Jamie Foxx boy throughout was, the film. Yeah, I thought he was going to be a real hothead mm. villain, while the uh, casino owner would be the cool level-headed villain. But in the end, they're both very level-headed. He obviously does fly off the handle at uh, times, but that's to show dominance, not just his personality. Like, when he grabs him by the balls and all that, it's mm. just to show dominance. And he's not, like, screaming at him. He's just like, get me! And at the end, when like, he's being menacing in the car park, like he's got the mask on, he's just shooting the. He's not doing the rifle. cocky thing where he's like, "Come out, come out, little pig!" Like he's not doing shit like, it's like that. He's not saying a word. He's just firing every now and then, and it's menacing. I think he gave a really great performance in this. Scoot McNary's great. Like I, mm. I was saying before the podcast, I, I did not know who he was really, and I saw his name. Like, oh look, this guy. And this is a guy who's been in a lot of things. Like he's mm. just consistently been in things, like good and bad. Like he was in Gone Girl, but then. And he was in Batman v Superman. Like he's just done a variety of things. It's just interesting, you know. The 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 work that he does in this film, which many people could consider a lower film, like a generic movie, he really gives it his all in this. Scoot McNary kind of lifts up a lot of the weight of the movie because Jamie Fox is playing a really complex role where he's an anti-hero. Mm. But then we realize halfway through the film, twist, he's actually a hero. Mm. 
uh, except for they kind of reveal it early on in the movie. But like, I want to ask you about yeah, that. They hinted at it. A bit, did yeah. you? What did you think of Jamie Foxx's character? Did you think he was scummy? Did you expect him to actually be good in the end? Like, what did you think about all of that? Because it is revealed that he is actually an internal. Well, uh, at he's the, undercover. Well, but, well, uh, uh, along with the b- b- beginning of the film. And the fact that in the synopsis it did say that he was a crooked cop. Like, I did walk in thinking, like, okay, he's playing crooked cop. But the way he was behaving throughout the film, like, I was thinking to myself, is he really crooked? I think there's something a bit more there. I like the bit when I he was d- at the crime scene and he literally kicked one of the the, the, the thingies, evidence number yeah. thingies. Yeah, but you still thought he was a good guy after that. Go on. No, no, I mean, I, I didn't think he was necessarily good or bad, but, like, I, I was definitely curious as to, like, you know, is there something deeper going on? And then when it was revealed, I'm like, oh, did I miss something or is this a reveal? And it's a reveal. No, it was a reveal. Um, and, you know, I was still gathering, you know, whether he was lying or not, but I quickly realized, like, oh, no, no, he's he's for real. More sports for Rob? Yeah, this is this is great. <laughs> now Rob's tuned back in again. He's like, "What for sports? Lord, I'm they're alive." Playing, they're playing golf. As we all know, every great office just has a set of golf clubs lying around. Well, he is in Vegas, so mm. he has to have them to intimidate people. And he's mm. a rich white guy. So. And this, oh, this is ha- he white? Just have a putt every now and again. <laughs> have a little putt. Have a little putt putt of his golf. It is putt putt goes golf. I love this scene because, you know, I expected him to do the goofy shit where it smashes through his big window mm. or something, but Ryan, instead he's already... aiming at his family photos. Yeah, Ryan, he's not a redneck. He doesn't speak like one. He's not goofy. Oh, yeah, but you know how you still... There's a, it takes a little while to expect it not to be that. Like, there's still a thing in your brain where you go, "Oh God, it's gonna, it's I, gonna, the hat, the shoe's gonna drop." Do you know? That I the, think they've glossed over the fact that he's hit three out of three targets there. Like, he's got a great short game, dude. They've, they've completely missed the fact he that he's a baseball he, field. Exactly. He's <laughs> he's, he's actually he's, he's really should give up this crime thing and pursue a career he's, in golf he's because a rich white guy. because there was no there was no bit where the ball just bounces around and hits a few things. He's or hit, hits him exactly. He's just nailed every single shot there. They've all Guys, glossed over the fact that he's actually a pro. Scoot McNary's Tiger Woods. Yes. I'm just saying. <laughs> Undercover. Again, rich white guy. Rich white guy, yeah. You monster. This poor woman's just on the phone constantly and then police show them her ba- their badges. I do, and she's I like, do oh, like, God. I do like that, obviously, she's... Her job isn't interacting with police, but every time we see her, she has to interact with a yeah. police officer. I'd like to see her not interact with police. And she's just very, her sh- mini short I think film. And she's very, cal- and she's, very she's very calm about it. Like if you if you worked she's in a, a job like that though. and someone came in with a showed you a badge, the first thing you're going to do is be like, "Oh my god!" To the other employees, the cop just came in here. How but crazy it's is that? Vegas. It's Vegas. Anything happens. And she it? works for a crime lord. Yeah. So there should have been a scene after the credits where like someone walks up to her and she's like, "Oh, let me guess, another cop." I'm like, no. No. I just thought. Well, let me guess. Another policeman, and then it's the cleaner who got kicked in the balls. <laughs> it's like, no, I'm a cleaner. My balls hurt. No, it's passenger. Passenger. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. It's in your... a women's spa. Yes. In a, in a right. women's spa. <laughs> uh, That's half the joke. Now, yes. did you see that this car was set up and it was going to be paid off? I didn't. But now, as soon as I saw it, I'm like, eh. Eh, Rob? Eh, it's the car. That's a car that passenger. You know what they say? It's a car. When you, Chekhov's car. Yeah. When you introduce a car in the first tag. <laughs> like his last name's Novak. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. I'm very proud no, of you. Novak's car. That was very, very good. It's always great seeing um, actors now like David Harbour, who's got success with uh, Stranger Things, but he's always been around. 
And it's so interesting to see him in this, yeah. which is after Stranger Things or around the same time. This is last year. So yeah. this was after the first season of Stranger Things. Absolutely. Probably filmed... Probably during what whilst he was doing season two, I'd say. Uh, he has no beard, so... Fake beard. Nah, man. You're a real beard, man. No he's goatees. A, and it's real... always funny because for most of his career, every time I've seen him, You've he, got a he nice, looks he's like... You've got a nice goatee going on, th- right? Thank you. <laughs> Is that in honor of the film? Yeah. <laughs> I heard you were coming to the show and I thought, I've got to impress Rob. Then I have my goatee ready. So, like... um, so I only trimmed my moustache. Mm. You're not a big fan of Rob, then. Wow. Right here in front of Rob, you Okay, so, so he's injured on his left side there. Let's keep, so keep, keep mental note. So when you're bleeding profusely, when you're in a black outfit, the choice would be a white shirt. Mm. That's what I would do. Guys? Yeah? I was kind of hoping he was going to pick up one of those dresses and just walk out as a woman. <laughs> I would have loved that. But he walks no, one, no one will suspect this butch walks, man in a dress. And then he walks out as Gabriel Union. Yeah. <laughs> he, hey, D. Hey, D. <laughs> now, was it a twist that D left the hospital? Dun, dun, dun. Did you think she was going to be stuck in that hospital forever? Did you think that she was going to kill like, or injure, incapacitate one of the bad guys? I didn't You're really know. giving away the ending, aren't you? Spoiler <laughs> alert! Scoot, McDe- we've given Scoot it, we've... McNeary has a dad! <laughs> <laughs> and he's phoning his tablet-sized phone. <laughs> it was a huge phone. He's a huge man. Scoot McNeary is a, is a legend. He's, he's bigger than Jesus. But, um, I mean, back then they probably weren't. So we tall. didn't expect Dee to come in and save the day, save her husband? I guess not, but it makes complete sense that she does because what else would the film do? Just have mm. her not know what's going on again? Exactly. And also her tension is building. Now, Rob, you're a big fan of film. Are mm. you noticing the mise-en-scene here in this particular sequence of them, you know... It's a great pantry they're in. It's cool. a great pantry, and it co- will allude to the scene or later cool in room. which he's using flour and sugar mm. in a fight, and probably the best fight in the movie, the mm. kitchen fight. Yes. It's right up there. It's right up there with some of the greatest fights in cinema. Yep. Credit to the uh, the props department for this scene. They've really nailed the, uh, the cool room set. Yeah. I believe he's actually in a kitchen. It's weird because, Rob, it is a kitchen. <gasps> and you should dun, also dun, remember dun. that uh, when he gives the duffel bag away, they believe that it is 23 kilos and they carry it also. How so would they feel if when they opened it and they stabbed it and tested it, it was... Oh, wait, it's th- sugar, isn't it? Yeah, it's sugar. Yeah. When they tested it, that is actually one of the real things of cocaine like because it's 25 kilos of cocaine and he's given two to the bad guy yeah two real ones what happens if the bad guys tested accidentally the real ones? Then he might have gone away. <laughs> and then away. the film would end. Yeah. So see this? He looks like he's in a video game loading screen. Like, he's just got yeah. this intense music. His hands oh, are like... Oh, yeah, Grr. like one of those games where quick. they, like, put you in an enclosed space so quick. masks are loading. We've quick. taken it. It's called Max Payne. We've already covered it. He quick, quick, been uh, quick smile count. Uh, is it still zero? Still zero. Okay, just checking. Just checking. Just checking. We're still on zero. Okay. <laughs> We're on the smile meter. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and we zero. have not risen. And the, and the quick still on, on, on the passenger status equals no still. You know uh, what's funny? Not. Scoop McNeary's had more smiles on this yeah, than I Jamie. He does. You know what? I, th- I think Ru- Lu- uh, Ruben Lane also get one did the mo- stunts in this film. We might get one in this For Jamie? We might get one. A he's smile wife, from Jamie, wife, so or yeah, that we might get like a, just a little, little, little something, little move with the cheeks, or maybe not. No, Jamie can't smile. He's a policeman. Yeah, see, he can't. has to smile for Baby Driver. 
Exactly. He does smile a lot in Baby Driver, by yeah, the way. I haven't seen it, so... It's all right. A lot of people loved it. I was a bit lukewarm. I was a bit lukewarm on it. Everyone loved Jamie Foxx, and I thought he was fine. It didn't... The was, most, was he can a I tell major you character? Yes, he's the antagonist, kind of. <laughs> Truly. Some yeah. of the... Uh, sorry, some of the spelling in this subtitles. It's okay. You <laughs> it's never insanity. do. He tugged on his tie. But, um... Just randomly, Baby Driver, he's one of the primary antagonists, I guess. Mr. Rubino. Uh, kind of the one until they decide John Hamm is now, but uh, it's a weird movie. But the weirdest part of the movie is one of the gangsters that they go in Baby Driver to meet to get guns. Spoiler alert for Baby Driver for a cameo that makes no sense, but I love it. Is is Paul Williams rocks up in the movie, and Paul Williams is primarily known for us as the man who wrote Rainbow Connection, the Kermit the Frog song. Mm-hmm. He's in the movie for some fucking reason. Is he an actor? Sometimes, like, he's acted in a couple of things, and they're mainly those roles where it's like, what the fuck is Paul Williams doing here? <laughs> so it's like one of those where it's like, what the fuck is he doing here? And he hasn't acted in anything in a while. So it's kind of like, why is, God, why is he here? But it's it's Edgar Wright. He can do whatever he wants. That guy kind of looks like Edgar Wright. <laughs> do you think he delivered that, um, that drink to the gangster boss guy and he was really happy that he got a drink even though like <laughs> things are a bit tough right now yeah um so rob you're 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 film guy and i honestly don't know what your types of films are but i chose this for you because i had a sensation in my body that said rob you're likes like, cop drama actiony like, movies you're like i've run out of bernie mac films so we may as <laughs> well go on to jamie fox <laughs> Well, every second film <laughs> then, isn't a Jamie. Stop the fuck. The, the new Jamie Fox is Bernie Mac, and the old Bernie Mac is Jamie Fox. He was really good in Oscar. Can I? Can I tell? <laughs> can I tell? Can I tell you a real story about about cocaine? <laughs> All right. Yeah. Did you write notes on it? Uh, no. It was when when I was when I was in South America. Okay. Yep. Uh, it's already going. I was. He had the drugs. I was. I was. I was listening to people who were obviously looking looking to buy some cocaine from and yep. from, from some normal people, and we're in a, we're, <laughs> we're in a park. And this guy's like, "Yeah, I got some cocaine." I'm like, "Yeah, cool." And I did the thing where you you put your finger down and taste it, and I was like. <laughs> This is flour, and this little, this little, this little Peruvian guy looked at me. He's like, "No, it's not." And I'm like, "I've baked a cake. This is flour. What is this shit?" So I can un- I can sympathise with this guy when you go, "This isn't my cocaine. I got flour." So I was very upset by that. Here's the thing I got to ask though. I know that you can know the, t- the taste of flour, but mm. how would you have question. known it was cocaine? Well, the pe- I was assuming the people I was with would have gone, but they were like, yeah, have some. I'm like, hmm, this is, um, <laughs> this is flour. I like Martin's like, yeah, it wasn't the same. Like, why would you have known like, that is, it was? This is flour. You walk away, and then the guy's like, oh, I guess flour and cocaine do kind of taste the like, same. Like, whatever if it was like that, you're, you, you, unless Rob's a big cocaine expert, I, I don't want to speculate here but mm. rob's got a line right now on my table mm. he's just chopping it up as we go along it's weird that <laughs> yeah. he's sniffing it he off drew, my he table. drew a line in chalk it was weird yeah but uh rob um, i chose this because i thought you know rob seems like the kind of guy who likes these kind of fun you know all in one night type action movies uh, was i right um yeah they're okay um I, I do love a good action movie i do I, the thing I liked about this movie is that I consistently didn't realize who like, I didn't know whose side I was on yeah. for most of the film because at the the little teaser at the start of him looking at the board of all the people I, that kind of, I just kind of glossed over that completely. Yeah. So it wasn't till towards the end of the film when I was like, oh, I actually like this guy because the whole movie I was just sitting there going, who who am I rooting for here? T T. Yeah, you rooting for T? I, I mean, you 
He got his hand like, hurt by a fire extinguisher. Yeah. Like, all jokes aside, there's nothing and then, bad about T, so of course you'd want him yeah. to. They, well, they got him. He That's gets, a problem. He, he gets his hand crushed by a fire extinguisher, and then when they go back to the hospital, he just doesn't tell anybody about that. Well, it's Whenever because I'm... his dad's blood is on his face, yeah. because the mum wipes it on his <laughs> yeah. face. Did you notice that? Mm. Yes, I did. <laughs> I, 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 was, I was, would g- notice that. I was I'm glad like... that the blood was clearly dry, because it wasn't. It wasn't. Skin. It wasn't? No. So this is when you still. So this is what, this is where you're still like, is he the bad guy? Is he the good guy? But, but he's saying, I'm not a bad guy. I'm a yeah. good guy, and you are T, and you have to believe him because he's your dad. Jamie Foxx is everybody's dad outside of Steve Tyler. You know, that's the logic that I have to put forth. So, yeah, I don't know, Rob. I just thought, you know, I really want to hear Rob's opinion on mm. a good action movie because we've done comedy movies with you thus yeah. far for the majority of it all. All like, three. All three. You know, how funny How funny was Soul Men? Really funny, but then it was <laughs> really, really somber as well because yeah. it was Bernie Mac's well, no, last. The, the credits had stand-up comedy. In it it did, it about? did. But then I thought, you know what? I think Rob would be good for action because for some reason, sometimes when, I don't know, when you watch certain movies, there's sometimes when you go, oh man, it makes you think of certain people for mm. some reason. And I don't know why, but every time I watch John Wick, I think, I really, I really think Rob would, I really wonder if Rob loves John Wick. It's a good film. He, he does He's like, it's all right. It's a good it's film. It's no John Wick 2. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to John Wick 3 because the only photo that they've released is Keanu Reeves on a massive horse shooting a guy on a motorcycle in the face. So you want. Prequel. That's all you want to say? Yeah, it's Civil War era. <laughs> See, as, as you'll notice here, they're just rolling around in cocaine at the moment. It's that, weird that, that, that this, they have cocaine this, in their this kitchen. Is, this is all cocaine. Well, they taste the same. Yeah, so, exactly. And you can taste the cocaine through the film. I just can't believe Rob was in South America and had the fucking goal, not only... <laughs> to be in a drug to, deal. To be in a drug deal, but then to dip his finger, <laughs> lick it, and call this... Possible murdering stranger out. Like yeah. you don't know them. They could have just said "fuck you," and then yeah. and then we could have a. Po- and then we're sitting here, and there's a poster of Rob on our wall saying "missing." And like, you're forgetting. You know, th- there's know. one more element, though. We're watching a movie in which a character named Rob yeah. tastes yeah. flour and he realizes it's not cocaine. It's my, a bio on Rob. My, my, my name is actually Rob Novak. So it, it's like a chicken, and he little, a baseball film. chicken Little. This is more intense than how it really happened. Yeah. Exactly. Oh my god, the camera was spun down. Yeah. That was That's a great shot, that one. That was a great shot. It was it was such a perfect shot. You know what I love about this scene though? He gets kicked and punched in his stab wound. But um, just throwing a guy through some glass really knocks him down. Yeah, just fine. <laughs> oh, sorry, have we, have we missed any point where he accidentally touches the wrong side of his body? No, I've He's really still been on the keeping left. an eye He's on it. He's still on the left, so... Hmm. I don't know. When I heard... W- sometimes wound- IMDb can be wound- a little jumpy on those yeah. goofs. Hence, I don't really ever look at goofs, but that was like, you know, when you scroll yeah. down to look at trivia, that sometimes it's just oh, there. Oh, you get curious, yeah. yeah. Wound, I, I, yeah. left, smiles... Zero. All right, we're still on, to the, we're still, and, we're still on track. And passenger still no. Passenger still unseen. At this and Ryan, point. what's your uh, variable that you're keeping an eye on? Well, my variable that I'm keeping an eye on. Well, you got me there. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't note one down. That's fine. But if I had to pick one, it's um, you know. How big, like how much bigger does Scoop McNary's phone get throughout the yeah. movie? Because I swear to you, I swear to you, Jesus Christ! You swear it grows. That, he that drops it in water and expands. The final scene when the guy lifts it up and says, "Mr. Novak, we have a problem." It looks like he's holding a tablet, like a Nexus, a big iPad near his head. Maybe that guy just has a tiny head, or Scoop McNary is the size of a giant. Yeah, I don't know. 
And yeah, there's a scene where it becomes like a plasma TV. If, <laughs> before before we exit this scene, if I can quickly comment on the lighting of that scene. I thought it was gorgeous. I, I love under lighting. I think it looks really good, and especially when it's coming through a table like that. Oh, I think yeah, it looks really it's cool. so gorgeous. The, I'm trying to think of the, the really saturated look that some of these lighting scenes have, especially here in the nightclub. Mm, uh, the mise en scene, yeah. Yeah, I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of this. I'm also a bigger fan of any nightclub scene because they all have the one bit where the generic music track drops and everyone just goes... It, complete you know, insanity. Complete here's insanity. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> just the twist in the convention. The guy says in the music, and now it's time to let the beat drop, drop, drop. And then the music... Which is really large in the sequence. As soon as that happens, it gets really soft. Yeah. Did you have that? Did you notice that? That actually happens. Like, it gets softer. I don't think I did. The music kind of drops down. So, if anything, it did drop in volume. Oh, to- <laughs> there you go. He called. He referred to him as Thomas for the. Oh yeah. The only time is that the only time the. No, oh, no, no. The mum calls him Thomas. She never calls him T. She's like, "Where's Thomas?" Because she's already called D. Yeah. Did you know her name was D? Is it Deandra? No, it's De- just D. De- she has no name. It could be Denise. It could be Deborah. Darren. It could be Denny. <laughs> it could be Del- <laughs> Delfred Molina. David. David. <laughs> it could be Danielle. Did we say Danielle? Donovan. It could be Danielle <laughs> Union. <laughs> um, I love the fact that. It, they really restrain themselves on not calling Jamie Foxx's character Jay. Jay. <laughs> yo, yo, Jay! Wrong. Jay, I gotta get D and meet... Uh, I gotta get D while hey, we get yo. T. <laughs> hey, yo! The villain's R and S. And then and then the evil cop's A. No, no he's double D. <laughs> he's double Doug D. Doug Dennison. Is this... Doug Dennison, is you're this, right. Is this the bit where he grabs him in the nuts? No, we've already missed that bit, buddy. Uh. No, they were standing when that happened. Uh. We've mi- This is the bit in which he gives him a tongue in a box. Oh, right. This is the tongue in the box bit. The tongue in the box bit. I wish we got to see the tongue. Like, I think that's the reason that this is unappreciated is they skimped out on the wound and the tongue. Like, well, they, they I really want to see the wound I reckon, more proper I reckon, and like, I, see the tongue. I feel like there's a director's cut where we see the tongue and the director went, that looks shit. Let's not use that. <laughs> I reckon there's a director's cut. You know what? Even better. There's a Ridley Scott cut of this movie somewhere that makes it the best film ever made. <laughs> Because for some reason, cheers, Ridley. Ridley. Ridley Scott, when he makes a cut of a movie, it um, becomes ten times better than any theatrical cut of a movie he did. So there they, you go. They couldn't get any good tongue actors. They couldn't get it. They what? They couldn't get tonguey from, from Kung, Kung Pao. Pao? No. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, of. he's retired. He's, he's not available anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I love Kung Pao. That's I do too. Such a great movie. Uh, who? Uh, so, who? You know. F- who was your favourite character in this outside of bathroom attendant guy? <laughs> oh, well, outside of minor people, I mean, I really liked, you know, Rob Novak in this film. Scoot. He was really good antagonist, I think. I gotta agree, too. Yeah. What about you, Rob? Any standouts? Um, I like the gentleman he's speaking to right now. You're I right. The casino owner. Stanley. Um, Stanley. Stanley. Rubino, was it? Stanley Rubino. R.I.P. R- R- Stanley. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, th- I thought Rubino was really good. Um... I did too. I felt sorry for him. Yeah, mm. because he's just kind of caught in the, the middle of this. It's meant to be a very normal drug deal. And it's supposed to be an easy grab. It's supposed to be an easy grab. Ain't no easy grab. I do like a threatening antagonist that's literally having things go wrong for them. Mm. I do too. And you do feel sorry for him, but then... You know, at the same time, he's a bad guy, but then I felt really sorry for him at the end. Cause now it's time to call T.I. so we can oh, come man. down. It's gi- time oh, for come, T.I. action. Come down and give us one of your patented rap songs and it will just smooth everything over. 
You know what? T- you know Ti is not his full name. <laughs> yeah, this is great. This is yeah. <laughs> this Danny <laughs> McBride looking fucker. <laughs> this is comes up this to is him. this is possibly the best scene of the film. It is He's bigger it, than my. It really Jamie is. Fox. Everyone, everyone's bigger than Jamie Fox. Do you know how tall Jamie Fox is? Is he not tall? He's not tall. Oh, <laughs> he is five nine. Bang. Oh. He is nearly as tall. He's all, He's just a little bit taller than my fiance, who's a girl. <laughs> so I just want to point that out. Oh. I did say to my fiance, I was like, can you please look up how tall Jamie Foxx is? Because this movie is just showing me that he's a little man. And I just wonder if everyone's really tall or if he's really short. And the answer is Jamie Foxx is short. I, I guess I'm just too used to seeing him next to Quivenjane Wallace. Yeah, a child. <laughs> <laughs> or Rose Byrne, another tiny Australian woman. Or, or riding a horse. I guess. Or riding a horse or standing next to Christoph Waltz, who's German, so of course he's short. Isn't he Austrian? Austrian, Soz. Soz. Soz, Chris. Soz, Christoph. Um, you know, or standing next to Leonardo DiCaprio, who... I think he's from Vienna. (laughs) Cut on his face. No, um, she's not made a masking tape, David. Leave her alone. You know, what a mean man mm. he is. Very sticky tape. But yeah, this movie has a lot of moving pieces, a lot of revealing stuff. So, Rob, mm. you didn't really know anything about the movie before Absol- going in. I came in totally blind. Did didn't see any- this trailer. Didn't. Same. Did you have any any kind of expectations going into this Especially at with all? this title. Especially with the title. Like, when I said to you... <laughs> Hey, we're doing Sleepless, and then you have to watch it. What, could, what did you think were you going to dive into? Well, well, purely off the title, I didn't think it was going to be an action movie in a casino. Sleepless no, indicates, crime film, yeah, yeah, Sleepless indicates to me something that's going to be over a period of time where there's been a lack of sleep occurring. Like um, maybe some kind of I'm psychological not sure, I'm, 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 Have you ever seen the movie Spun with Mickey Rourke? No, I haven't. Oh, so it's a, actually it's about it's about your favorite people, redneck meth heads. Woo! Uh, I knew for Mickey Rock with though. Mickey Rock, and it's about them. And it's essentially, <laughs> Hold on, it's essentially Mickey Rock. <laughs> yeah, it's about them being being awake for a, a lengthy period of time. Yeah, I've seen Fight Club. I was thinking, I was thinking it was going to be some like along those lines where there's going to be a couple of days, and it's going to be some person who just doesn't seem to sleep. But it was far from that. And yeah, I came this totally blind. You said it's Jamie Foxx and Sleepless, and then when I found <laughs> out it was 2017, my nid thought was, "Oh, this is going to be crap" because I'd never heard of it. So, <laughs> wow, that's not fair. There are so many good. great movies that have passed us by. But, that, but but that's a good thing though. When you come in with no expectations, you're only going to be happy with it. So, uh, it is especially if you've got low expectations. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I came in with nothing, being like, "This is going to be crap," and it is very enjoyable. There is a lot of crap in it, but it is very a very you mean enjoyable. Good film. crap though. Like Lots this of good is cold entertainment. Entertaining. Yeah. I mean, it's charming, isn't it? It's very charming, Bartek. Like, one of the parts that I laughed... It's a thrilling 95 minutes, basically. <laughs> the, one of the parts that I laughed Five hardest, minutes of credits. Mm. One of the parts that I laughed the hardest at is coming up. Can I guess? Uh, sure. Still on the left. Can I guess? Still sure. on the left. Can Can Rob guess first, though? Can you guess what made Bartek laugh at these sequence coming up? Is it uh, when they're in the room? It's in the room. I, I know what it is. Uh, I feel I do. I'm very confident... Rob, any guesses of when they're in the room fighting what oh, made Bartek laugh? Oh, I feel what like I've What do you do when they're in the room? Uh, look, I'll be honest. It's 
it's the end of the fight. I know, I know it's exactly what fight. it is. Oh, okay. Like, when he ties it's her up, what she says? When she's tied up and she just goes <laughs> out of nowhere, she just goes, fuck! And it cuts, <laughs> it cuts <laughs> mid scream. <laughs> and you don't know if she's saying fuck or fuck. I just thought she was screaming. I, don't, I, I don't, think she's I don't supposed to be wh- saying fuck. I don't care what she said, it was the cut. <laughs> and she's awkwardly <laughs> kicking her legs and she's not even trying to stand up. It's the cut. That you know what? Yeah, it's the cut. It's all of it, though. Like, you can't just say it's cut. It's everything about the it. Cuts the cut's the punchline cut. of the very brief part. Hey, guys. I, I was kind of expecting someone to get thrown out a window in this scene, but it just but hey didn't guys, happen. Do you think someone's going to fall on that table? <laughs> Crash Ooh. on that table that they're kind of getting near? I don't know. Maybe. Potentially, they're getting awfully close to a glass table. Oh, oh. there it goes. There it goes. <laughs> oh, like someone, oh, he's wound. I mean, you've got to... She's laying face first, the, face down in glass, and she's fine. Yeah. Because she, she's not mad at a masking tape, goddammit. Yeah, she's made of electrical tape, which is a you, lot you stronger. Know, you know what I called this movie? My subtitle for it was, uh, 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 don't use a gun. And then underneath that, because it gets kicked out of your hand. Every <laughs> time someone gets a gun, it's literally kicked out of their hands. And I just said, stop using guns. Mm. There's no point. This is a universe like Baby's Day Out where nobody looks down. This is a universe where nobody uses should use guns because they get kicked out of your hands. Like, it's like immediate. It's like, it's oh my clearly... god, I got a gun. Like I I really, really was shocked when T had the gun at the beginning that instead of smashing the window with their hands and then grabbing him, they didn't just knock on the window and they wind it down then they just kick through the window the it's, gun out of his hand. It's because Ruben Langdon's in it and in Devil May Cry, swords are better than guns. I do love her face in this whole moment where she had, like, the knee on her throat and she looked like she was doing a pooey. <laughs> it's called... It's it's because, nice you know what? Nice you know, bro, bro. I haven't heard anyone call it pooey before. <laughs> pooey! You know why? Because in movies, you know, good movies, cinematic they movies... They can't use that they're, they're not af- They're always afraid of making people look unattractive during fights and intense things. Like, mm. hence mm. there's this thing where everyone loves Mad Max Fury Road because Charlize Theron isn't afraid to make ugly faces while headbutting and murdering people. But then in something like Age of Ultron, you know, Elizabeth Olsen said on the record, here it is, I'm sorry, fuck you. And then here she goes, she's about to scream, fuck, uh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously muted, it doesn't have the same No, effect, no, it but... still does. <laughs> Just watching her do it. But um, but even the subtitles put the word in full and had an exclamation at the in, end. In Age of Ultron, Elizabeth Olsen said on record, like, she, she had to cry over the fact her brother in that movie died, but then she was told to not look as ugly while right, crying. So, so, back so, in, like, now, like... so now we're back in Ocean's Eleven's room with George Clooney again. No, no, this, that's this Patrick the, Mulrooney there. No, this is the room. <laughs> this <laughs> is the room. No, it's not the room with Tommy Wiseau. <laughs> this is Sleepless. It's, this r- is it's room, Ryan. <laughs> this is the room from Ocean's Eleven. <laughs> is it? Yeah. Where You're George like, Clooney pretends to get beaten up. It's the same pretends room. Pretends or is? Uh, Do they actually beat up George? I don't think he does. Here's the thing. I've watched, Do they lock the door? My shame is I've watched all of those Oceans movies, except for the newest Oceans 8. But uh, I've watched all of them, and I cannot tell you a single thing about any of them other than Don Cheadle's accent. Yeah. <laughs> and you know why I've seen them? I was hanging out with a friend recently, back from my hometown, and he said, hey, do you remember in high school when they would put on a movie, and it would always be like, one of three movies that the school had. Did you guys ever have that when school, when it's like near the end of school and they put on a movie instead of teaching or just like, eh. Yeah, yeah. And it's always We've got a like, lot of sports films here. Right. 
Well, Oz was, and he said this. My friend just went. It was always Fantastic Four, the oh. the, the the Chris Evans one, the first oh, one. Oh, the really bad one. Uh, that or it was the Oceans movies. It was always just those options. I had or a, Chicken Run. I had a substitute teacher for a while at, at high school who came in and for homeroom for that like fifteen minutes, they you know tick your name off and tell you what's going on. Yep. We we over two week periods we watched Blood Diamond in fifteen minute installments. <laughs> <laughs> the R-rated movie Blood Diamond. Yep. Perfect. It was great. And he'd come in and go, what what part are we up to? And we'd be like, ah, oh, we're at this bit. we just watch bits again because we knew we wouldn't actually have to do any work. It was great. Oh, but Blood Diamond's all right. You we know watched what? Wayne's World once. That was great. And in full, too. Well, sometimes... Oh, there was this other teacher I had. I, I think I've told this on the podcast before. We had a maths teacher. Mm-hmm. And he would always, always give us options. And here were his options. He would offer us something I know like it, but I forget. he would go like, "Okay, guys, we can watch Chicken Run. That's an option." And everyone would be like, "Oh yeah, Chicken Run." I don't then, want to be a bar. Yeah, and then, <laughs> and then literally he'd go like this, or or we could watch Star Trek. Yeah, you've told this. I remember. First Contact, <laughs> or we could watch Star Trek Nemesis, <laughs> and then he just grabbed out all the next gen Star Trek movies. <laughs> I mean, that one fucking idiot that would vote that would vote for one of them, and everyone would obviously vote for Chicken Run because no one would want to watch a Star Trek movie because they're idiots. And I'm that idiot that was like, yes, First Contact, that's great. I'd love to watch that instead of doing that. Did you vote for one that you particularly like? Yeah, First Contact's the best one. That's the one with the Borg. We all know the Borg. You know, the... Sounds like a dorky name, right? It's short for Cyborg. You know, they're famous for Resistance is Futile. Are they assimilating ones? Yeah, yeah. Right. You know, there's no point. Resistance is Futile. But uh, this oh. is a great fight sequence too. This film's full of great action. It's some good fighting. Are we? David Harbour does Bang, look chair. like the kind of guy who could Give beat the, the shit out Give of you. Was that a quote? No, that's just that's what that's what you say when you give someone a chair. <laughs> <laughs> give him the chair. Okay. Well, that's a line from Shrek. Yeah. Oh. The chair. Give him the chair. You've obviously never watched uh, any WWE wrestling. <laughs> He he didn't say it like that though. He said it in a mask. No, I'm not a wrestling well, man. In Shrek, I was, it was too a woman. busy. I was too you, busy watching Sleepless. You're too busy watching Sleepless to not get into the world that is pure comedy. I was busy researching <laughs> WWE, dude, dude. I used to watch it as a child, and it, but that was. I was it. too busy. You know what my comedy world was for sh- things that aren't supposed to be comedies. Ready, steady, cook. <laughs> <laughs> there was this cooking show we are had you, in Australia. Are you, are you the red or the green capsicum? <laughs> oh, dude, I was the host. Oh, you're the host. I was team host. In this show in Australia, this is a real show called Ready, Steady, Cook, a cooking show that's on at like 2 o'clock in the, in the day. So when you're at school, it's on, but sometimes PM. you're not at school, so you'd watch it. And... The original host of it was the most flagrant gay man I've ever seen in my life who would really obsess over which attractive guy was in whatever team yeah. and would walk... Do you remember this? He'd walk over and touch them. <laughs> like, inappropriately. Like, he'd always be groping their shoulders and then laughing and put his hand on their chest and kind of touching them. And you'd watch it just for the sheer blatancy of this guy having been on the show so he could touch men. And then they replaced him with Australian comedian Colin Lane, who was on the show so that they could eat food. <laughs> I I miss the original gay guy. I loved him. He was always like, he always said inappropriate things like, mm, now that's some spicy balls. And I'm like, shut <laughs> up. <laughs> At two o'clock in the day. Yeah. At two o'clock. Like, it was well, a, Ryan said, shut up. We have to get It was a real homesick from school special kind <laughs> yeah. of show. <laughs> that was my guilty pleasure comedy show. I thought that was the funniest shit. 
But um, you know what's very funny? In this sequence here, I didn't realize for a very long time that they let T out on purpose. Lots of neon lights here. It was a trap. The T stands for trap. <laughs> it's a trap. It's a T. They it's, got it's, it. It's a T. Look out! It's a trap. It's a trap. <laughs> Um, I was doing there must be dog, some okay. there, there must be some very good air conditioning in that nightclub because if you've ever been to a nightclub with that many people, it's very sweaty and dude, there's dude. no one on that dance floor who's sweaty at all. Dude, it's because it's a Lexus. Cl- it's, it's it's the Lexus. It's the Lexus. Lexus. It's sub. It's a sub zero nightclub. It's sub zero. The best Mortal boss combat fighter. <laughs> <laughs> if this took place in the Mortal Kombat universe, would you be surprised? I don't know much about Mortal Kombat. So well, dude, it's Mortal it's this Kombat. thing that's like I, pl- I played the. Dun, 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 ones, dun, 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 yeah. I know you're more of a Tekken fan. Not a big fighting game fan, but if I had to pick one, Tekken would be. I'm so dumb. Bartek, one time when we had like a New Year's party, and I had a Tekken game there, and I had Tekken three, Tekken, which was my favorite because that's what I had as a kid. You 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 released the information to me that one of the characters is not in fact a man who just happens to have oh, the head of a tiger. He's a wrestler. But he's a wrestler. a wrestler wearing a mask that is yeah. a tiger. And my world was forever shattered. I thought he was literally part tiger. I think when I was a kid I thought so too. But no, he's, he's just a pro wrestler. You upset me. But now they have shit like... Pandas and bullshit like well, that. I think the panda's been around since like Tekken three. Well, then is that a guy in a suit? No, it's a female panda. Okay, is this is this one of the quickest deaths ever? Well, he's not dead. <laughs> well, he just goes as you find gone. out when David Harbour comes up but to he, him, but he goes, he goes unconscious so quickly. <laughs> well, dude, when you're shot and that much blood comes out of you, and Jamie Foxx is being really dramatic and violent. and yeah. shaking you, he's being really dramatic, well, and you're oh, just like, dude, dude, nah, I've got an answer for this. Real answer. Yep, it's Ti. It's Ti. Yeah, he's in, his own, for. he's in his own universe. You know, Ti is not his real name, right? You know, you know what Thomas his Thomas Infection. You know what his full name is? Uh, the Ian. Uti. <laughs> <laughs> not Sti. <laughs> no, I wanted to be a bit more dramatic. Sti is too obvious, Rob. But you know what isn't? You're an attracted infection. It sneaks up on you. Yeah, does Dennison have a cross-shaped? Cut on his forehead? It's because he's going to play Hellboy. <laughs> yeah. It's foreshadowing. It's foreshadowing. <laughs> you know that, right? He's he's new Hellboy. I don't know much about Hellboy. You know Hellboy? You know no. much about him? No. He's played by Ron Perlman once. No. Actually, twice. Ron and- Perlman. What a head. <laughs> 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 I've often said this because we had Ron Perlman in an episode, Sleepwalkers. Mm-hmm. Not Sleepless, Sleepwalkers. And I said in that episode, and I've said this about Ben Stiller many a times, but Ron Perlman applies to it as well. Do you ever see people and you get reminded that we evolved from apes? <laughs> yes. <laughs> mm, yes. Ron Perlman he looks is, like it, exactly that. He looks like an albino gorilla, essentially. He, there's a scene in Alien Resurrection, the best alien movie, uh, in which he drops a knife on a paralyzed guy's leg and he's doing and he's acting like a monkey. And I'm like, Ron, act. He's just—he's not acting. That's just his natural state. Because Ron is actually the missing link of the human evolutionary <laughs> it's step. Ron it's Ron he's, he's been there the whole time. He's been in our face the whole time. I can't wait for him to run for president. He's doing—he said that he was going to do that. Apparently. So in a couple years' time, 
when I, this episode is listened to by the future president of the United States, I'm going to be in real big trouble. If it's the next election, that's just a bit over a year away. Oh, fuck, it? man. I'm really worried that Ron Perlman's going to listen to this and Sorry, he's going to be like, I ain't no monkey. Because, you know, we're celebrities, guys. We're, Everyone we're listens recording to this, us. We're recording this in the tail end of 2018. I'm sure that Ron's listening and he's just like, you're right. I should have been. I should play. I should have been in the Planet of the Apes movies and they didn't even do motion capture for me. <laughs> the just... weird thing is, it's not even Ron Perlman saying that. It's Ron Weasley. <laughs> <laughs> Rupert Grin. <laughs> Oh, God. Um, T.I. is T-dead, more like. <laughs> Dude, that was really good. You know what's really... I feel hey, really hey, embarrassed, hey. and I feel like a real racist. But I thought T.I. in this movie... Mm. I thought it was the same guy from John Wick 2, but then I found out that's common. Uh, oh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. It's a common like, thought? Common, no, that's his com- name. He's a, he's a rapper. His name's oh, Common. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah. Because he's common, man. He's like the common people. Yeah. You know, he ain't no ordinary people. Uncommon. He's No, he he's ain't common. aloof. He's like those common people. The best William Shatner song ever made. Mm. Um, yeah, T.I. just got choked out. But I love how she doesn't even look at him, really. She's like, eh, he's over there. That's a f- other policeman. And in her brain, he's an innocent policeman who's been brutally murdered by mm. a corrupt cop. But she's like... We could call it in, but we won't. Did it befuddle me? Did it befuddle you that when they arrested the casino owner Stanley at the end? Yeah. Did it befuddle you that they had literally no evidence on him to arrest him for any crimes? To be fair, with arresting, don't they determine if they've committed a crime like when they question them at the station? Did he? Like they had. You can get sued for false arrest, though. I I guess. So what I got confused was, was I went, oh, they're going to play into this. He's being really brash. And she's like arresting him while he's, everything's going wrong in his club. But that's not his fault. And in the movie, they don't have the drugs. And they can't connect it to him. So I'm just like, oh, he's being falsely arrested. This is going to play into it. And then they just shoot him in the brain. <laughs> I, I can't remember. what Did we see him actually getting arrested by a police officer? By her. Yeah, was he on like the ground or something? Like when ja- when um is it Jamie Fox is riding the car around in the auditorium? Mm. He's nearly he nearly gets hit by it, and then he's like, "Oh, I've got to, I'm out of here." And he tries to run away, and then she jumps on him and puts handcuffs on him, and she's like, "You're under arrest." I guess because he was running, right? From danger? I don't know, man. <laughs> what I'm saying I- is. This one, his his case would be thrown out of court. <laughs> I guess. I guess what this goes I'm saying back to, is he's fine. I guess what I goes back to what I said earlier. She's making rookie mistakes. I kept writing in my notes before he got shot in the brain. I just went, oh, he's fine. You'll make it out, okay? Like, like there's no legal grounds for his arrest. And I then he got I shot in the brain. I would have been all right with him. Like he did bad things, obviously, but you know he was kind of the butt of jokes. Well, the baddest jokes. thing he did was kidnap T. They got him. It was a very bad thing. Oh, and they stabbed Jamie Foxx. Yeah. Or as Rob said, shot with mm. a knife. Yes. You know, you could shoot someone with a knife. Just tie it to a bow. You know, I, I already made a joke earlier about shooting. I know. Yeah. I'm playing off of that. I'm going on mm. with what you said. I'm continuing it. I'm reviving it. Weren't you, weren't and now I'm arresting it. Put it away, Ryan. I didn't do anything you miss, wrong. You miss, you miss another amazing character who's in about three frames, which Who, is passenger? Disgruntled Family. Oh, I we, loved I, them. <laughs> I wrote them down in my notes. Dis- dis- the family in Vegas and the dad's clearly having a shit time. And the, yeah. do- the door opens and he's just like... Oh. 
I really do like the little touches that they have. Like when she looked over in, before she realized Jamie Foxx was pretending to be a cleaner. She looked over and she saw this like drunken businessman like flirting and kissing with the stripper lady. Rap and music continues. Yeah, of course it does. And she, <laughs> the lady pulled on the tie. And it kind of was like a callback to when Scoot McNeary pulled on Stanley's tie. It was like, ah, oh, tie pulling, it's symbolism for ownership. I like when two of the characters are in the lift and there was a couple making out. And yeah. Then as soon as it got to their floor, they're like, all right, make out mode and sensual mode off. Yeah. Just like, all right, straight business, let's leave the elevator. Yeah, of course. You know, I do like the fact that visual storytelling is done in this movie with Scoot McNeary. Like, you look at him with his burns, and you just know that his dad probably did that. Mm. Like, what the fuck happened to him? And you like, you just go, you don't want to mess with Frank. I don't know. I feel like that tank. could have happened independent of the dad. See, me, but that's what I'm saying. Like, it's, it's visual. Like, it's implying, it's implying something bad happened to him in the past. They don't mm. have him give a monologue like, yeah, uh, best death in any movie ever. This is pretty good, this one. This is John Wick level shit. (laughs) (laughs) Champagne bottle to the neck. But it's it's the fact that it's lit. Yeah. The sparkler. You're saying it was a lit death? Totes fam. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no, he shot the glass. Ryan and I are family confirmed. We are totes fam. Lit AF. Wanna be fam? AF, buddy. AF. You nodded Mm. his head, so yes, confirmed, yes. For the listeners, I was nodding. So, Rob, mm. I've still yet to see a cracked smile from Jamie. Yeah, it's still the... Well, I think that's... Hold on, let's just, let's just go to the board. Still zero. Okay. Rob's got... <laughs> Rob, it's so weird. He's... He, Rob... Okay, a little behind the scenes for the listeners. We're, we're drawing the curtain back. Yeah. Rob messaged me before the episode saying, Ryan, I'm running 15 minutes late. My car had a bit of trouble. What I didn't realize was that it was lifting up this massive board yeah. to come to my house <laughs> yeah. with the counter and everything. Smile well, the count. smile count. It's the smile meter. Still on zero, guys. Still on zero for, it, for Jamie Foxx. It's like that scene in The Simpsons where they're waiting for that mega de- that mega storm to kill people and Ken Brockman's like okay let's see how many deaths alright it's still zero <laughs> yeah, 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 but yeah. any minute now they're gonna start <laughs> fuck that, I, oh, did you a- have a passenger <laughs> helping you with the TV uh, I did yeah I did I did it was as you, as you Jamie can, as, Fox, as you, and he was not as having you, it. As you can see by this giant plasma screen that we have in the room right now with the, uh, the counter on it. Isn't that the phone from the film? Yeah. By the end of the movie, the phone is like the size of the elevator. It's like so ludicrous. Not the rapper. He didn't appear in this movie. Yeah. It was T.I. It was T.I. Is T.I. a rapper too? Yeah. Okay. He's more of your, I don't know, R&B. Like your J- so. Jamie Foxx type. Because Jamie yeah. Foxx is into R&B and hip-hop as well. He's a yeah. musician too. Yeah. Let's not forget Jamie Foxx's greatest contribution to music was Gold Digger. It's true. Um, I, I only know one T.I. song. I don't know the name of it, but if I heard it, I would know it. <laughs> is it called UTI in the house? I don't Ryan, know. I'm not into the, uh, that, kind of, that kind of music. His big contribution to music was the song The City Is Yours. Oh, okay. From Annie. Oh. Thank you. T.I.? I thought we were talking about Jamie Foxx. Oh, yeah, Jamie Foxx. Of course. No, T.I. We're talking about T.I. now. Oh, I'm sorry. You should be I sorry. I was thinking too much about unappreciated You know what's pieces. really funny? T.I. did the vocals for Jamie Foxx's singing in Annie. That would be the <laughs> twist. <laughs> I remember in that. Because let's not forget. It was done. Annie <laughs> was produced by Will Smith and P. Diddy. Yeah, that's right. 
Let's not forget that. And it's Cameron Diaz's last movie, so let's not forget that either. Have uh, we done a film that was produced by Jada Pinkett Smith? I hope so. I don't pay attention to her as much, but she was in the TV show Gotham, so there you go. Got him? Uh, <laughs> no, I don't got him. I got tea, though. Um, look at this scene. I really love the fact that... Bang. One of the things I found very interesting in this movie is he's a corrupted cop it's still a big, on a, a big, level it's because... It's a big car park, isn't it? It's it's a casino, man. <laughs> this It's a suicide car park. Yeah. <laughs> what I'm going to say is I find it interesting that, you know, he doesn't have the moral dilemma of injuring and or murdering, you know, innocent people or police. Like... Mm. He did not know David Harbour was a corrupted cop when he beat him to death and nearly let him drown in a pool. But he wasn't afraid of crushing his skull in. You know, and I find that interesting for our main character. That they he do was also reveal... afraid of him drowning. So. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Like, they, but, he, they weren't, but he wasn't afraid of grabbing this innocent police officer in his eye yeah, and smashing his skull onto the side of a pool. Yeah. And the blood... The pool of blood that splurted out of his fucking head. He wasn't afraid. I like, did not. Like, I thought he was dead. Dead. Yeah. But until I, he kicked him. Until he, but that's how you know he's not dead. He kicked yeah. him and he went. <clears throat> but I love the fact that this, you know, this sequence here. I thought, oh, it's tear gas. But then no one's coughing other than tea. So I guess it's, it is just smoke. Yeah, then I, I was trying to determine. I thought, but... why is uh, Scoot McNeary wearing a mask? If it isn't tear gas, you don't need a mask to breathe through when you go through smoke, do you? I guess, maybe. Well, I, assume, I, I mean, know. it's a clear difference in the air, so I assume it would make you, like, cough or something. I guess. I just thought it was going to be tear gas. I did, too. But then the film proved me wrong. See, he doesn't do anything caught. He's just shooting casually, but he's not like, little pig, little pig, come out. Like, I was expecting yeah. some goofy shit Yeehaw! from Scoot McNeary. Especially when you introduce to him and he owns a baseball field where yeah. he's got a guy in the center of it. Like, it's that's particularly funny because it is so over the top. But you expected more to be, like, yeah, crazy. I more d- of a hick. Yeah. Hick. A lot of the characters get referred to by, you know, the, the police faction characters mm. um, by their last names. But no all, the, all the really villainous characters... All have this sort of like family history connection, so they refer to each other by their first names. Well, they all know Frank. Yeah, so so I always had, um, I always got the last names and the first names mixed up because I mainly thought of them by their first names. Yeah. Stanley Rubino, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, and then there was Rob Novak. Rob Novak. Yeah. And that's it. And Frank Novak is someone mentioned, Frank but we the don't tank. see. It's Frank the Tank. It's Steve. It's um Will Farrell from <laughs> <laughs> Old School. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's the master. No, 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 no. It's his character from uh, 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 Starsky and Hutch, the one that's obsessed with dragons. <laughs> <laughs> the gay, the really super gay character in prison. That's oh, who it no. is. What are you wearing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one of my favorite jokes in all of cinema. <laughs> having the intense conversation in Starsky and Hutch, he asks Vince Ford what he's wearing, and Vince Ford answers him really sincerely, like, well, I'm wearing this, and then he's like, wait a minute, why do you want to know that, you sicko? <laughs> it's like, no, I think it was like, why do you want to know that? It's like, Realization. Oh, you sicko! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if this film had Will Ferrell in it, then when they were when they burst into the spa room and they saw the ladies, they like stop fighting. Like, oh, ladies! Ooh. That would have been <laughs> Will yeah, Ferrell yeah. would have been in this movie as Novak. That would have been great <laughs> as Daddy Novak. And then you have John C. Riley as Uncle Novak. Uncle, <laughs> and then and then, Uncle, and, Uncle Novak. Then, and then Vince Vaughn can be uh, Rubio's son. <laughs> Rubio. Rubio. 
Rubio. <laughs> That's a Hook reference there for you. Mm. Your favourite film, Rob? Hook. Hook. Do you haven't seen that in a long time? Wow. Long, long time. Wow. How unfortunate for you. <laughs> Dustin Hoffman's great. Is it as good as Pan? Nothing's as good as Pan. That had Hugh Jackman Ooh. in it. Mm, uh, that's you, right. He sang. He sang. T- this is this is T's big moment. And he liked me. And he liked you too. Yes. Uh, I yeah. did the quiz. Have we missed the bit where his hand gets busted? Yes, you were talking about his hand being oh. busted while it got busted. Yep, that's right. I forgot. Remember There's that? So yeah. many cars for the guy to be in passenger. Yeah. Oh no, D's going to shoot him. See, oh, I don't Good think job. T shot anyone. I think he just ran them over yeah, with a car. He did. He did. He did. Yeah. It was no, no, no. Like he did with the car. Oh no, right. No, yes. no gun. The car was okay. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Because T just, was, you know, he doesn't know. It was T with the car in the car park. I guess That's it, the answer to Cluedo. I, I guess it. <laughs> Communism was a red herring all along. Yeah. <laughs> I guess the fact that he was kidnapped, like, almost in the middle of James No, Fox. no, Bartek, we're covering the film Sleepless. We yeah. already did kidnap with Halle Berry. <laughs> Bartek's like, How you dead you stop. He looks he's stone cold annoyed <laughs> that I said that. But I want to see you all up. Since this is visual, they have to explain it. He looks so cold annoyed that I said that. There's a little twinkle in his eye of realization that that was actually a pretty good statement. No, because no, I, kidnap I, was great. Yeah, part of me was being like, is there something funny I could say? No, I'll just be offended. <laughs> um, no, but uh, like, he got kidnapped. No, it's not Halle Berry. He got kidnapped like in the like almost at the same time as him giving that message. Like when you're when you're aiming a gun at someone, you better be ready to shoot it. It like gives this impression that, like you know there wasn't time for the Chekhov's gun thing literally to set in. I guess. Oh, poor Scoot. He got shot, and now he's dead. Oh, he did. Oh, he's dying. He's still there. And Jamie Foxx has a tummy ache. Right next to his other wound. Yep. <laughs> he yeah. gets a lot of wounds in this. I think that's how he survived. Is it the the bullet just went into well, the knife wound and it was okay? I don't want to get to film school on everyone here, but clearly there's a lot of Christian imagery here. <laughs> I think we need to unpack. No, Scoot McNeary's character is obviously a reflection in terms of uh, of our character by Jamie Fox. And his character got shot in in, in, in in some ways, and his death pose was very uh, crucifix-like, but upside down, the reverse crucifix, the satanic imagery, because Scoot McNeary is the opposite of Jamie Foxx, evil. And Jamie Foxx got shot and stabbed, and his wounds are in very similar places to the wounds of Christ, oddly enough. And, uh, yeah. you know, and... You think Jamie Foxx is dead, but then slow p- slow fade to black, rise. He's He rose from the dead. He's alive at the end mm. of this. Very similar to that of Jesus, our Lord Christ. And, uh, you know, I just got to say, I found that it was very wow. brave of the filmmakers mm. to put that imagery into the film. Of course, Michelle Monaghan's character. Monaghan. she's Or Mahogany. <laughs> she... <laughs> she she is obviously the Mary Magdalene character, but also a bit of the Peter character because she denied oh, well, him no. a couple of times, but then in the end. But she's also a bit of a, I guess Rubio's a, a Thomas. You know, he's a bit of a doubter. He's always doubting Ooh. stuff, and then he, you know, he dies brutally. Um, and T is Thomas. So. T is uh, actually more Jesus as well, but like mm. you know, Jamie Fox is God, but also Jesus because you know, no, no, oh wait, well, no, no, Father and Son, even better, and who's Holy even Spirit? better. He is the Holy Spirit, mm. the Holy Ghost, the one that no one can really pin down as easy. 
Yeah. And D, of course... Shit's about to hit the fan. Shit's about to hit the fan because Dave Harbour's going to really show the Judas Iscariot he is mm-hmm. and betray. You know, look at him. Look at that shit-eating smile on his face. He's a real good evil guy. Like, he has a face of just an absolute, e- e- like, evil guy. Don't you like... And then at the end, she even points to him, like, like, like the image of, you know... G of of man and God touching hands, you know. She points and says, "Arrest this fucker." It's very similar. I always thought that was a reference to the fact that someone once saw Jesus and said, "Look, Jesus." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and the passenger also plays uh, Dante in Devil May Cry. Dante, that's a guy from like basically biblical fan fiction. It's not actually by maybe he's stuff. the passenger. I don't know who the passenger is. Like he's the driver. Mm. I don't know. Nah, it's not Reuben Langdon. I know him. That's not his face. Well, in, in Devil May Cry 3, you can unlock videos of him doing the motion capture. Now, Rob, he linked me a video to yeah. his role in Green Hornet to remind On his me. website. On his website. And in the bio, he's like, I'm, I play Crackhead, the one who gets his nuts crushed. <laughs> he's very proud of that. And yeah. I would be too. Now, Rob, how many car crashes have you been in in your life when you're not too busy getting drug deals in South America. Right, this, this could be a big answer. Rob did say he's into the video games. Um, I've never, I've never, I've never been in an actual car trash in real life. Car trash? Car trash. I've never, I've never been in a <laughs> car trash. I've never been, I've, <laughs> <laughs> I've never been in a car crash in real life. I have, I have played uh, a lot of Burnout in my time where you, you do flip a few cars. Burnout Takedown, great game, side note. Never heard of it. Um, it's a great game. Is that the series where you, you can get points for crashing cars? That's basically, so it's like, it's, it's like, it's like a racing game, but rather than just like trying to win, you can just, you know, bash other cars off the road. Ah, uh, fair great, enough. Great, I, I remember playing game. a game like that, but you you have to, you're a stuntman and you have to do the perfect stunts. Oh. And I hated it. Because um, <laughs> I just kept wanting to kill myself. And they're like, no! That's the ultimate stunt, Ryan. Uh, look at this Jesus, Im- look at this Christ, uh, Christian imagery oh, yes, here. The finger. Look, that's Jesus. The finger of Jesus, it's yep. It's the finger of Christ. As we all remember. That's, well, I mean, that's more like the, the what's that? The That's what I was referring to. God and Adam touching. Yeah. Was so you're that saying the creation that she, of man was. So you're yeah. saying that she's God. No. <laughs> or she's no, man. She's Adam. She's clearly woman. She's woman. <laughs> she's Adam's rib, but she's oh. also. The she's finger. woman. Hear her roar. She ain't made out of masking is, tape. Is, Rob, you sexist. Is the passenger in the ambulance? Well, here's the big question: uh. Is the passenger us all along? Oh, bum, bum, well, you know what they say, Rob. There's the father, that's Jamie Foxx. Yeah. The son, that's T, and the Holy Spirit, that's that's uh, that's the that's the passenger. Reuben yeah. Langdon. Reuben Langdon and is and the Holy Spirit. <laughs> I can't remember. Is it Holy Spirit or Holy Ghost? It depends. It depends on where you are. We yeah. call it Spirit in Australia. They call it the Ghost in America and other places. Who cares? I he, care. Here's your dad's watch. Right. He hit out. He hit it up his ass for seven long years. Yeah. Yeah. There's no blood on his chin. No, but her hands were wet with blood. Yeah, but my point was that it didn't oh, stick on his I know, and, but it should have. And just remember, well, just, I was just, right. just remember, he is in a hospital with a broken hand and he hasn't mentioned it to anybody. Dude, it's because his eye's bloodshot. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, hmm, hands... See, he's got all blood on him hmm. now. Maybe you just go, hey, excuse me, Um, while you're like saving some lives, can I just get some, you know, Panadine Ford or something just to like tie me over for this pain? No? Dude, okay, oh, fine, don't worry about dude, it. have you ever been to a hospital? Yes, I have. In America? Multiple times. In uh, America? Yeah, well, to be fair, yeah, they'd probably go, have you got well, $10,000? 
No, he did, but it was South America when he got stabbed by that drug dealer yeah, for so, calling him out. Yeah. Here's some medicine you tasted as well. <laughs> this is you flour. Rob's palate only tastes everything as flour. Yeah. That's Rob's Superman, like his X-Men mm. gene, is everything tastes like flour to him. But then it actually turns out that they were just faking it, actually yeah. giving flour, and they're like, how did he know? How did he know? Do, like, one in ten chance Rob's going to get it right. Uh, I love the idea that Rob's going around tasting things and he's like hey that's flour what are you doing here like you go to an Italian yeah. restaurant and I was they serve actually, him yeah. up like this beautiful gnocchi and they serve it up to him and he's like this is a potato that's flour what yeah. are you doing and he yeah. like throws I was, uh, I, was actually, uh, I was actually in South America undercover for the food channel just tasting things he was, around. yep I knew it he's giving those <laughs> online food reviews yeah. he's actually Gordon Ramsay it's a, it's a shame it's a shame earlier you said that you were more coffee than tea because then mm. you could have chamomile and say this is flour and they're like, well, yeah, chamomile. Oh. You know, even when he drinks coffee. What is this flour? You handed me a fucking <laughs> cup of flour? Give that to me. Come on. You know, the twist is the only thing that doesn't taste like flour to Rob is flour now? Could <laughs> could that facial expression which been one mis- been misconstrued this... as a, as a smile? It's very it's close very to close. a smile. He's cracking a. It's, it's more he's of a cracking smirk. A, it's, 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 it's more It's a of, very content. It's more of a, I'm on drugs now. Yeah, it's, it's, it's that I've got a lot of morphine in me right now. Man, you really nailed it with the lack of smiles. But mm. you know who's really smiling? Us. Because we know that Sleepless 2 will be coming out soon. I reckon it's going to rival the Avengers how Infinity big, War Part how, 2. How big's this phone? How big's this phone? <laughs> look how small it is in this shot, right? It looks like, oh, okay, it doesn't look that big. But then when the... Look, it just doesn't look that big there. But I swear to you, when this guy in the next scene lifts it up next to his head, it looks massive. Like, I don't know why. Look look at this. I swear his head is just tiny. Look how... <laughs> look, it's huge in comparison to his head. Yeah. It's a laptop. He it basically just so... got a laptop held up to his ear. <laughs> Look how big it is to him. This guy has a tiny head or it's the huge phone. Like, I don't know what happened there. Now, guys, before we get into our own reviews and rating, um, what do you think's going to happen in the sequel? Uh... Sleepless 2. Uh, no, 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 it'll be called Awake. Awake. <laughs> <laughs> and it's actually said at the wake. No, it's, it's, oh. no, it's called Woke. It's just called Woke. It's Woke. <laughs> no, no, that'll be the third one. It'll be called Awake because then it will be at the wake of the son that got murdered at the end of this. And yeah. Frank's there like, I'm not standing for this. Will Ferrell's there, yep. <laughs> As Frank. <laughs> okay, I reckon that's what it's going to be. It's going to be a venture of the dad. And then at the end, he gets murdered. And then his phone starts ringing. And a policeman answers it. And it's uh and it's uh, uh Abraham Novak, the no. granddad. He's <laughs> <laughs> gonna be like unforgettable. <laughs> At the end, it's the grandmother, and they're like, "Oh no!" But that the third one will call, be called woke, and it's about <laughs> the granddad Novak learning to get woke. <laughs> He's not even a bad guy. Hey, hey my grandchild's dead. I like how he went from they went from Italian gangsters <laughs> to eventually <laughs> Jewish. What do you call them? Tip Abraham? Harris. There you go. His name's Tip. <laughs> yeah, tip. The tip of his penis. <laughs> tip. But you said that when there was a guy with the last name Johnson on screen. Uh, Scoot McNair. You know that's not his real name. What? His name's John. John McNary. Yeah, his name's Scoot, short for Scooter, because his dad used to call him Scooter because he would always scoot around on his butt oh. when he was a little boy. So, fun facts, I looked up Scoot McNary. So, Bartek. Bartek. Talk to me. Okay, Rob. <laughs> you you, you got to talk to us. What do you got? 
Who was your favorite goatee? My favorite goatee? In the movie, yeah. Who had the best goatee? And then I want to hear your review. T was good at going. Okay, good one. <laughs> Let's hear a hey, review look, and a rating from I you. I didn't know Passenger was played by <laughs> Ruben Langdon. He did a good job. I wonder when he was in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he, he was cut out. <laughs> is he under stunts? Because he's a stunt guy as well. Is he everything? Yeah, is he, he does. Is he me? Well, while you're searching no, for that, let's give us let's hear you give us a review and rating, buddy. I'll do that. I brought here by Georgia, by the way. Good job, Georgia. <clears throat> I love this film. I mentioned it very early on, but I think that this is a film that the trailer does not do justice to. Mm-hmm. I'm sure the trailer is you know as great as they could make it because why would they not make it as great as they could make it? Exactly, it's a trailer. Um, it's. It's deep, not in the sense that, you know, they've thought of amazing... <laughs> un- Sorry, Rob's death staring at you while, watching, <laughs> while, while listening to you. He's just looking at you like, I want to fucking eat him. He's possessed by the Rob from the film. Yeah. You know, Rob from the film died and he had to go somewhere. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Go and, on. You know, there's the kinship with the man. He lives on through me. <laughs> Carry on. And he did taste flour at one point. So. Yes, it's true. <laughs> This film is deep, not necessarily in that these are ideas that, oh my god, how did they think of it, but in the sense that they did things that they did not have to do. Mm -hmm. The multiple elements of, you know, the different villains who are with each other, but they're not. They've got their own goals in mind. Um, They were played extremely well, both by actors that we knew and actors that we didn't know. Um... You know, the, there are unintentionally funny things like that cut that I found really funny. Ah! <laughs> um, and I don't know if people were saying this before, you know, Ralph the Movie Maker or anything, but, you know, a lot of people find that one line very funny. Yeah, they do. Um, to the point that Ryan's wearing on his shirt, I will remind you all. <laughs> yeah. I just think that this is... I think is... this is the only movie I've worn a t-shirt of. Possibly. Um, this is a great film. I think it needs to be out there more. It wasn't on Netflix, when I went to check, I saw that Father Figures was in the recently, you know, added, which yes! is amazing <laughs> that we have an unappreciated Worth masterpiece. checking out, Rob. <laughs> okay. You like sports? It's got Terry Bradshaw in it. Okay. It's, it, yeah, it's a really great film. We've got unappreciated masterpieces going there. That one, I think, was from last year as well, wasn't it? Correct. I'm sure... Correct. I'm sure... I can't believe two great films came out in one year. Who would have thought? Dude, I, Unforgettable as well was 2017. Wow, wow, three. We're adding it up, buddy. I'm sure. Wish upon all... four. There you go. Wow, it's all adding up. You know, this maybe maybe this decade has got an identity going. Unappreciated masterpieces still being released, even though we've got these big, 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 big AAA productions of films. Do they call it AAA when it's movies? No, they don't. But I couldn't remember. <laughs> what, what do they What do they call it? A blockbusters. Blockbusters. Yeah. Yes. A-list. With A-list, A-list actors, that's yeah, what I was thinking. Triple A. Um, triple A film industry. Yeah, that's a reference. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is a great film. I'm sure it is going to be on Netflix at some point because, well, it's great and even not great things are there. Yep. Yep. I give this film... It's ingenious. <laughs> <laughs> this is an ingenious out of a... Knew it, knew it, Blanche. Fair enough. You're reading what's on the screen. Well, I love this movie, of course. I'm the one who uh, sourced this for this episode. I'm surprised that both of you guys have not really seen or heard of it before now. No. But it's okay. I forgive you because you've seen it now and well, you've can talked I about something? it. Yeah. 
earlier in the film when I said French and I followed up with Bellissimo, it, it was on purpose. I understood. Yes. So this film's great. I think Jamie Foxx uh, really inhabits this character and the world. I am interested in seeing more of the McNary clan. Uh, clan. <laughs> the, you know, they're fun, the Novaks, and I really enjoy the crime aspect of this city. It's crawling with dirty cops. And that's a lot of cops <laughs> that are dirty. Yeah. And I really can't wait for the sequel it to come Vegas. out in which they get them showers. Mm. What was the Be- second film called again? Awake? Awake. Awake. Yeah. Awake. Awake or and showers. Pre- and the prequel's called Woke. No, 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 no. That's the third one where it's about the granddad getting woke. The prequel for this Didn't you hear would be his called quote, Oy vey, my son is the, dead. No, the prequel would be bit tired, <laughs> restless, restless. No, 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 no. No, it's, I'm gonna stay up late. No, no, even better, even better. Okay, little did you guys know that this film ties into an already existing film with Al Pacino. Sleepless insomnia. Christopher oh. Nolan. Oh, this no. is actually a lead up to that. This all leads up to. Insomnia. But if I have to give this film a rating, because I already, I think you already know I love this. Love yeah, this. and the credits aren't up, so you can't read off of this it. This film, if I had to give this a rating, I would give it... Blank black screen. I would give it a blank black screen out of the blue line on my video player that shows that we've reached the end. Wow. <laughs> Rob, let's hear from you. Turn off the monitor before Rob looks something. <laughs> That's all right. Um... Well, yeah, what a fast-paced action thriller all condensed into 90, 90 minutes. Uh, I I thoroughly enjoyed the neon lights. I thought they really, uh, really, really shone on through the film. Um, some fantastic goatees, as we made reference to. I think Rubio gets takes home the, uh, the gold medal for goatees in this film. And as we uh, look at our amazing board we've got here... Still on zero, so... It would be really weird if it started to go up now. <laughs> it's like, it's on 27, what's going on? Jamie must be real happy in real life. Yeah, so I'm giving this film an amazing zero smiles out of infinity, so... That's a lot, that's a lot. But Bartek, you've hinted at that you've had a look on YouTube and I imagine other websites and the internet, and they must have some opinions out there on this movie. Yes, um... I did look at YouTube, and the video I did find uh, of the trailer did have over 2,000 comments on it. Well, all of them, they got two. Wow. Most of them were, which is why I didn't <laughs> gather any of the YouTube comments. So I, <laughs> so what I did was, Ryan, I, I went to IMDb. I picked five reviews. Three of them are shorter ones. Okay. So we'll have them stand in for... Will Rob demand to read one again? Um, if he wants, I guess, but... um, He's too busy. I'm looking at some right now, so... <laughs> okay, well, if you find a good one... I Don't guess spoil them. Um, He's going to read them for so you. Yeah, I, I picked three shorter ones, because lately there have been a lot that have just, like, one paragraph long. These exactly. None of these are, like, you know, two sentences, mm. but... Hit us um, And then I've got two slightly longer ones. I picked the next one because I picked too many negative ones. Fair enough. you got to pick a posse. So Dude. the first review that I picked is... Grow up, USA. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they spell USA with capital U but lowercase S A. Yeah, you. Grow so up, it almost you, seems like they okay. want me to call. Yeah, it you listen, America. You listening? Grow up. Grow it up. is from the twen- Trump's America. Grow up. <laughs> it is from the twenty second of June, two thousand eighteen. Great. 
And it is a 3 out of 10 review. Great. <laughs> Not great, but yes, I see your point. They meant 3 out of 3. <laughs> Another expensive Hollywood movie with no faithful acting at all. Again! No one can survive that kind of fighting, but USA still lay lots of money for just anything in value. Grow up! Wake up, USA and Hollywood! I give it three stars because it shows the ugly reality going on in the world. A violent spiral increasing because of no belief in Jesus. (laughs) Let's go. <laughs> the Jesus part. You know what? They must be because fucking of morti- they must Jesus. be fucking mortified by Hong Kong cinema <laughs> when it comes to violence <laughs> and how unrealistic it is. I was thinking Hong Kong cinema where they shoot someone and like fifteen liters of blood splurt out of them instantly. So hit us uh, with this, like what the, yep. the, the lack of Jesus. You know, it's funny. Last week's episode had someone really upset about the Jesus stuff <laughs> in the movie too, but this that, episode. That remind you, that was that was a three out of ten review. That's okay. the second highest rating that we have from these. <laughs> <laughs> the, only other, the only other one is a very positive one. All right, okay. go, go. Uh, up, this up. next one is called Waste of Time, full stop. Uh, it is from the 27th of May, 2017, and mm. it is a 2 out of 10 review. <laughs> Waste of Time seems like a forced story. Our beloved cop, Mr. Vincent, unnecessarily <laughs> trapped in all problems... <laughs> Seems like director don't even think that audience have little sense of humour will get bored in just 15 min of movie. Did Yoda write this? Mr. Vincent fallen to fallen to a pool. Not even a pool. Mr. Vincent fallen to a pool. Not even a single drop of blood came out, but just when he entered casino, his pain again started, and as usual, blood come out. Ha, 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 ha. If add some good dialogue, could be add to comedy category instead of thriller. <laughs> My thriller had used Wow. <laughs> How many stars on that one? Uh, two. That was two. That was two, okay. Mr. Vincent, yes. Comedy need. This next one is from... <laughs> this next one is from literally seven days before that one was posted. Oh, wow. 20th of May. I thought you meant seven days before now. I'm like, no, 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 oh, no, no, no. Seven days before that one. So this one's the 20th of May, 2017. The title of this review is Bad Slash Good Cop Movie. Oh, good. And it, it is a... It's a good movie. Great. <laughs> And it's a one out of ten review. You mean one out of one review? It's that good. One out of one zero. I thought. I think they mean one point zero. Oh, they meant ten. There's a lot of crap, but this movie is the most dirty wrong movie I ever seen. <laughs> Actors are okay for the story is really wrong, so wrong that I decide to write, spelt W R I G H T, I review. <laughs> well, well, one of the right brothers, is it? <laughs> Fuck you. So wrong that I decide to write, I review, which I rarely do. It must be forbidden by law to act in. Z movies like this one and to show it on public. I think I'm gonna ask my lawyer to start a case to the director of this garbage movie. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's from too much time on their hands. Lionel Hutz will take the case. <laughs> 
All right, now Can you imagine a lawyer taking that <laughs> case? You know what? You're right, kid. You're right. We're You're gonna, all right, kid. We gotta take this all the way to the high court. It would be like the film The Castle. Yeah. <laughs> you just go, and they have to get like, uh, like freaking Bud Tingwell to do it, and he's like really emotional. It's like, all right, we're gonna take this to the very top. I'd love it. All right, so those are my stand-ins for the YouTube comments. Now I've got the two longer ones. They're not that long, but hit us. Longer. Go for it. This first one is called Sleepless Fatal Floor, and then brackets spoiler for me. It is. <laughs> <laughs> it is from seven days before that review. So oh my thir- god! From the thirteenth of May, two thousand seventeen, and it is also a two out of ten. I can't review. wait for the one that's next. That's seven days before that review. You know what? I actually <laughs> did have one that was, but the next one is from the 9th of May, so it's only like two, three days. Fuck. <clears throat> uh, but this one is sleepless, fatal floor. Brackets spoiler for me, uh, and two out of ten. And naturally, it begins with warning spoilers. Warning spoilers for them. <laughs> As an author and scriptwriter, oh, fuck you. I get a little annoyed when the plot twists are so obvious you can pick out the bad guys presented as good guys in their first on-screen appearance, when it won't be revealed until three-fourths of the way through the film. Ditto for figuring out the main bad guy is actually a good guy well before intended. You know, the main bad guy, Ryan, is a good guy. <laughs> okay, yep. Scoop McNary? <laughs> I guess he was all right in Rubio. the end. <laughs> no, Jamie Foxx is the main bad guy. Oh, oh, oh right. right. Sorry. Of course, of course. They are a screenwriter. They are right. <clears throat> Worse is when two cops are ambushed, one of them shot, the other... Fox completely ignores the shooter's presence to encourage his fallen buddy not to die, despite the shooter's position immediately before them and making him an ongoing dire threat. Not so, it seems, the killer simply vanishes with the discharge of his weapon and cut away to the bullet's landing. Without any further explanation of any kind, he apparently no longer even exists by the way the hero responds, and the next scene simply leaves you wondering. And then in quotes, the right, cut, print it. <laughs> I don't... <laughs> yeah, wait, hold on. Rob, you've worked on film sets. That's how the lingo goes. Oh, right? yeah, 100%. 100%. <laughs> okay, go on. Publish the papers. I don't know <laughs> if it's bad directing. Somebody lost a shooting script page. The continuity girl took the day off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that continuity girl? Did you Love see it. someone in the credits that was under continuity, girl, Ryan? I didn't. Did not. Maybe we should go back. <laughs> the, editor, the editor's snip was a few hundred frames off the mark, or the writer got drunk before completing the scene. Not since Ed Wood have we seen these kinds of mistakes. But at least Ed's quirky results somehow <laughs> added to the experience rather than destroying it. Hashtag defend Ed. <laughs> I stopped watching the film at that point. I call that a spoiler alert of another kind. Jesus. So they didn't even finish the film. <laughs> Dude, spoiler alert, you suck. <laughs> now, as a film writer and author, I must say you suck. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert, you're shit. <laughs> That's a spoiler of a very common now, kind. Then the, the one before will be like, oh, they called that person shit, let's take him to court. Da, da, da. And now, because I picked so many negative ones, I picked a positive one. Thank you, 
Thank you. I wonder who it was written by. Jamie, I know it's you. <laughs> this title is a solid action film. It is from the 9th of May, 2017. Only ten, two days before that other one. Okay. And it is an 8 out of 10. Yes, it could have been a 10 out of 10, but I'll give it an 8. Well, right, if you add in the rating from the script writer, the screenwriter, then it becomes 10. Excellent. This one also has warning spoilers. Uh, Rob, are you, are you prepared for Yeah, I'm okay, I'm okay. I'm good. You sure? I'm ready. Because I've seen the movie twice now. It's all good. Are you sure, though? Because yeah. at the end, the dad's on the phone. <laughs> yes, <Yeah>, true. <laughs> okay. Go on. What? Go. <clears throat> Spoiler alert, Jamie Foxx is a good guy. I see a lot of negative reviews on here about how this film is cliche, has too much action, or very loud and violent, as another put it. Well, it shows you really that the films they and critics like are slow, boring, and have too much storyline and bad action scenes, if not very little of that said category. This film is the exact opposite of what films like this are now like. Hell, I think the more films like this, the better. Because to be honest... There's very little films like this out there today. Yeah. People complain about how it's cliche only because they expect too much and want something totally brand new instead of appreciating the film for what it is. Life is a cliche, which is... Sorry, why is cliche bad? Why does it have to be? Seriously! Now... <laughs> Go on. <laughs> now to the film. Why? <laughs> Go on. Now to the film. It was awesome. Fast-paced action around every corner and an edge of your seat tension. The film always kept you interested and didn't bore you once or in the slightest. This is what <laughs> films are meant to be like. This film is exactly about a an undercover Sorry, undercover police officer. No, cover was right. Yeah, I mean there is only one. Oh, um, you're right. Undercover <laughs> police police officer, oh, whose son gets kidnapped after a drug deal went wrong. He then goes on a rampage to try and get his son back. The plot is basic and straightforward, but hey, it's great. The film is ace, and the and the fight scenes are immense. The film was great and just simply had a good story line with great twists. The ending left room for a sequel. Roll on, Sleepless 2, 8 out of 10. Roll on, wow. buddy. Roll on. Thank wow. you, Bartek. As always, a pleasure to hear what the internet had to say. I'm glad someone out there was brave enough to stand on the mighty heap of trash bags that are impervious to 23 <laughs> kilos worth of weight and say, Hey! This is worth an 8 out of 10, and I don't give any reason why I don't give it a 10 out of 10. I don't know, it's just a preference. Why the cliches bad, Ryan? Life is full of them. <laughs> Life is a cliche. Rob, as always, a pleasure. Because to of no belief in Jesus. Have you on the show? It's been so long. You've been Mr. Busy Man. You have your own podcasty thingy. Yeah, I do a lot. I'm a, I'm a busy man. Well, you know, Ryan, this is the first time we've had to tie Rob. me down. 
We've had Rob twice in a year. Yeah. We've had Rob twice in a year. That's like... This is the only time we've done that. So I'll see you in uh, 2020 then. <laughs> 2020, yeah. We you, this is your 2019 you. appearance. We'll yeah. skip out on you. Um, is there anything you want to mention to the listening people about your own projects yeah, that you work yourself. on? Plug yourself um, up in the hole. Yeah, if you're in Australia and you like soccer, listen to the Daily Football Show every day, Monday to Friday, 4pm Eastern. It's a podcast, but that's when it goes live. And if you're into the Socceroos of the A-League, it's Australia's number one soccer show. So get around that. Um, what else have I got to plug? That's about it, really. That's the main thing I work on, but also just check out podularmedia.com. That's our website. That's our company, and you can see all the cool things we're doing. Nothing about movies, though, but who knows? Maybe one day. Maybe you have to do a soccer movie. Yeah. Let's do a soccer... Yeah, get me on for a sport movie. Let's do that next time. Well, mm. we've already done Bend It Like Beckham, so I think that's the only soccer movie that's unappreciated. Uh, you haven't Fun? seen Goal? <laughs> no, no idea. I think we talked about that in the or Escape to Glory. Escape. I think I think you mentioned Escape to Glory in Oscar. I swear. And then we had to Google it, and I'm like, this is absurd. Yeah. No, that was Million Dollar Baby. Yeah, Million Dollar, Million Dollar Baby. Baby. One of my final moments. But uh, yeah, thank you. Uh, thank you as always, Chance. That was uh, exhilarating. It was exhilarating Great. as and always. Last time, check the board. Still zero. Okay, cool. Still zero. Smiles. Sorry, I thought, I thought you meant last time you were on. Last <laughs> time <laughs> until 2020, boys. See you then. Zero smiles, motherfuckers. <laughs> Might be just before we get a new pre- well, not us, but new president of America. Well, Bartek. The US, yes, but not us. We are the new presidents of the US. Because, Grow up, USA. Because we're saying, <laughs> hey, as the your new presidents of the United States, you can listen to us on all those so on the platforms. You know, we're on Spotify now. Rob, did you know that? Cool. You can listen to us on Spotify. Fantastic. I'll turn you, know, it on, you know on the Apple Podcast slash iTunes, right? Yeah, fantastic. Did you I know you can drop us a review on there? Uh, you should. I will. I know that you haven't. <laughs> <laughs> you can be the first one on the Facebook page. You can be on the Facebook page that we have, and we have a Twitter, and we have all that kind of stuff. You can find us in many, many ways. Spit and Polish Presents. You'll find us somewhere, yeah. even on the YouTube. Try not to forget the Presents, because then you might get, you know, Spit and Polish Presentations or but Shoe Bartek, Shining. Do we have an email? In case someone wants to suggest a film, because, hey... Not every film can be known by us because you two didn't know Sleepless. I just happened to. What happens if I didn't know about it? I, we could have missed give this us, all together. Someone could can, suggest something out there. You can give us suggestions for, you know, standalone episodes. You can give us suggestions for what we can do next Halloween month. Uh, we, you can give us ideas for a theme for our February mm. episodes. You can just give us any sort of feedback you want. We're or all- Death Threat. Or Death Threat, we are always starving for some sort of input. <laughs> <laughs> What's our email? Our email is spitandpolished, don't forget the ED, at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you said that really weird. Because I couldn't remember if there was a .au at the no. end. No. <laughs> and it's gone come. Well, until next time, listening people, remember to be kind to each other. Uh, did you want to look at my notes or something? Yeah, sure. Show us your notes. Can I decipher them? Yeah, sure. I mean, it, it literally is explains what everything is. So, okay. An instrumental noun as a means follows verbs and prepositions answering by which means I I write with a pencil. And you see... The, you the underline... Pen- so what's the difference between an underline and a squiggly underline? Um... 
in in the definition I underline what the underline of the sentence is and the squiggly what the squiggly of the example <laughs> sentence is. <laughs> so in instrumental, you know, in the thing I, I wrote noun, which is underlined as a means, and in the sentence I write with a pencil, pencil is underlined, so that's the noun of that sentence. It's an instrumental noun because that's the means by which they write. Well, I'm learning a lot. Thank you, Bartek. Until next episode, guys, get up to date with your instrumental nouns. Your noun cases. Next time, we'll learn about dative nouns. <laughs> Ooh. And maybe even accusative. But not locative. It's all right. Did you read the example for vocative? All right. That's to end this episode, I'll <laughs> read your vocative. Oh, Titus. Why do you fight the slave girl? <laughs> That's the example that was on Wikipedia. <laughs> I thought you just put that there. Oh, I added the H in Well, guys, <laughs> you better answer that question. Titus, why does he find the slave girl? They got tea!